Hey kids, this is Skeletoni here. Um, just letting you know that uh, we started out this episode on kind of a rough note and forgot to set the input to our mixer. So a little bit of it recorded through our uh, onboard mic on the laptop. So it kind of sounds like shit. But um, the rest of the episode is good, so don't turn it off. Very little of it is actually bad sounding, so just stick with us and we promise it gets better. What? Okay. Glad I turned on your mic for that. Anyway, uh, enjoy the show, kids. Episode one thirteen of the Great Plot Podcast. Hi, I'm Skeletoni. Hi, I'm Taylor of Terror. Uh, happy Fourth of July, guys! Happy Fourth of July. You know, we here we're here to celebrate the the birth date of America. Nope. Um, <laughs> and sort of. Two thousand eighteen years ago. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, here to to just celebrate. You know, the land of the free. Where people are allowed to freely carry around their weapons of death, um, and you know, land of opportunity, where no white man will ever feel oppressed by any minority, and the land of, well, I already said opportunity, but opportunity, <laughs> where even the dumbest, moronic, small-handed, idiot troglodyte can be elected president of the United States. So God bless America, guys. Amen. Hey. Um. How you doing, Taylor? I'm doing good. Okay. Yeah. It's a hard time to be an American. It is. Like, it's so hard to feel patriotic right now. Yeah. Like, you know, we're wearing these ridiculous hats, but it's really just ironically. Yeah, it's a joke. <laughs> um, but uh, here with us, we already announced, no, did we announce it on the show or beforehand? Uh, you, you mentioned the last episode. So you no, 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 no. Oh, yeah, I said it? Yeah. I said it. I said it. <laughs> uh, here with us. Is a very special guest, uh, making his what fourth appearance? Sixth, I believe. Sixth. I don't even know anymore. Sixth appearance. It's been a while though. It has been a while. Too long. Mr. Carlos Rodella. Hey, hey guys. AKA Carlos Muertos. Yeah, yeah I am the Carlos of Death. <laughs> AKA Welcome back to the show, Carlos. Hey, thanks for having me back. I like I was saying to Tony earlier, I'm like, I'm so excited to come out of the podcast because then I remember that I love horror. Yeah, because yeah. I'm like, oh no, I don't horror. It's fine, you know. I watch other things like sci-fi, blah blah. But then I, I'm gonna come on this podcast. I'm like, oh my gosh, I do research. I'm like, oh my gosh, I love horror. <laughs> yeah. Good, good, good. Yeah. Uh, so how you been? Uh, you know, chilling. Oh, actually, it's a long story. How I've been <laughs> is a long story, and no one wants to. Hear. We don't got time for that. Yeah, we don't have time for that. I don't. But you know what? What other special guest is back, guys? This episode. Brought to you by... No, not brought to you by... <laughs> that would be brought a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> brought to you by brought Zima. To you by. Back for a limited release, guys. 
Uh, God, are we happy to have it back? Oh, I do. Are we? I just opened. We don't it. know yet. I just opened the cap and it didn't even like release any garbage. <laughs> I know. I'm that's scary. Um, I'm. <laughs> I'm wondering if maybe I forgot how bad this is, because I I remember it being bad. But we said what it is? It's Zima. Oh right! I didn't know if we told that to tell the podcast. <laughs> the, the crystal, re, crystal clear, refreshing citrus beverage, five percent alcohol. Yeah. So guys, ninety-five percent sugar. We're done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The sugar will help us get drunk faster. Can we cheers. And also make our, our hangovers much worse. <laughs> Yay! Cheers to you guys. All right. Oh, that's just uh, holy shit! That's just lemon soda. Uh, I don't even know what it is. It, it's like, it's like if somebody drank. Like Sprite or Seven Up, and then threw it up, and then you drank it, or just like spit it back up, or like just back, spit it back, back up. Back yeah, that's a little excessive, but yeah, I, it's like if like someone drank like flat Seven Up and then like, washed it. And you know what the aftertaste is like? Um, you're drank a beer that's been open for several hours. Yeah, that's kind of what it tastes like. It also tastes like shame and regret. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, of my and college America. years. Yeah, in America. <laughs> you know, like college years and stuff like that. And just all those like bad moments or like tense moments. Sure. Yeah. Sweaty moments. Yeah, it's so like sweaty moments. I know about sweaty moments. Yeah. <laughs> I'm having one right now. Now, uh, Zima, the taste for sweaty emotions and moments. They're probably not going to put that on the label. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're fine. For, uh, Zima is for college kids who want to drink alcohol out of a bottle but can't stand beer. <laughs> well, it was just. It kind of is. Yeah. It kind of is. And it was also the only thing we had available. I just remember being like, what we had, right? That and Bartles and James, remember that? <laughs> that was like these little wine coolers, and for some reason they were always around. And it wasn't like hard liquor; it wasn't, you know, there was no whiskey around. But it was like, oh yeah, there's probably like in the fridge some Bartles and James. So that's like the shit you can buy at like the drugstore. Yeah, it was like like it was the pre four loco four loco. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's right. Um, yeah. So I mean, drink up, guys. The more you drink, the better it tastes, or There's something. I don't think that's true. And hopefully, if you're at home. Just Crack one open. Yeah, drink along with, with us. Drink along with us, yeah. Anyway, um, so we have a very exciting episode ahead of us. Of course we do. Two pseudo-patriotic movies. Oh, God. One of them takes place on 4th of July. The other one I thought did, but it doesn't. No. No, it's just kind of about America. <laughs> yeah. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, nowadays, yeah. We'll get into that later. <laughs> um, but uh, shall we get started? I mean, should we uh, thank some Patreon people? <laughs> yeah, why not? Well, one of them's here. I don't know. You didn't thank me, yeah. Hey, thanks, Carlos. Yeah, yeah you're welcome. Maybe it's because I don't care about these people. I'm kidding. I just use them for their money. I love them all deeply. Truly, madly, deeply. Who are they? Uh, they're Kevin Nesgoda, Jordan Morrison, Kevin Trent, Joshua Hodges, The Horror Addicts, Max Zaleski, and Aaron Meyer. And, of course, Carlos Mr. Jordan. Hey. So thanks for your money, Carlos. Hey, you're welcome. It Thanks for your money. <laughs> You're welcome back. It's kind of like a circle jerk. No, it's not. It, it kind of is. Like a Dutch rudder. It's, it's, it's more it's like a, it's a, Dutch, a, it's a double Dutch rudder. Yeah. That's what it is. I don't know what that means, but I'm just going to shake my head. And you don't know what a Dutch rudder is? No, I don't know. That's what he'll show you. Can you not? Because I feel like I don't want to be shown. It's where you got your hand on your dick. I, somebody the, else grabs your arm. Grab, grab, grabs your arm. And he's working. It's not gay. That is very weird. <laughs> I'm very intrigued, disturbed, but also interested in an understanding. It's like happened. if Tony grabbed his dick, and then I grabbed his arm, and then I grabbed my dick, and he grabs my arm, and then we double Dutch rudder. Yeah, I get it. Still seems not like I don't know fun why it's a Dutch rudder. <laughs> yeah, yeah Dutch. Because you just watch. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. 
you guys are getting all the fun out of it. Uh, I think the Dutch could be mad about that. They're like, I don't think that's, we invented that's that. Our legacy. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh Jesus Christ! Why is that? Am I, now so that, that emotion, that sight is in my head now. Yeah, you're <laughs> With the Zima, I don't know what's gonna happen. The night is young. Yeah, the thing, night is young. Things get pretty crazy. I'm already sweating. <laughs> I literally am sweating. Um, so uh, we're gonna do things a little weird because Tyler, 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 who the fuck is Tyler? Tyler's my brother. He's not even. Here. Wait, he is, or is he? Because there is another possible charity. Carlos is on a limited time. Yeah, I'm going to time crunch because of a weird thing that I'm crunch. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we're going to record our reviews right now, but you guys are going to hear horror business. So let's jump into horror business. Yay! All right, guys and gals and ghouls <laughs> and goblins. Shut up. <laughs> All right, um, Carlos is gone, but he'll be back. <laughs> and we're a little more drunk than we were earlier, like five or seconds later. ago. <laughs> we're a little more drunk than we were later. Time travel. <laughs> no, like I said, we had to record the reviews first because Carlos had to go. You gotta go. You gotta go. <laughs> uh, oh, but we're so like we, we're we're pretty deep in Zima right now. We had three six packs and two we're, are gone. We're throwing two, through two of them, um, and now we're the only ones left to drink the last yeah. one. <laughs> so it's, it's gonna get a little nutty. Yeah. So you have to drink most of the one that Lynn started drinking. There's another one here in this Wait, why did she? Why did she start one? Because she's a female. She doesn't finish <laughs> drinks. Um. Anyway. Anyway, so. we're going to do some uh, some horror business. Hey, so let's start out with some real world horror. As we do. And you said this is stupid, right? It's a little stupid. <laughs> okay. Can't wait. Um, I literally found this yesterday because I c- could not find any other interesting stories. <laughs> All right. So let's go over to the land of uh, elephants and... Um, curry. Curry. And uh, Dalsim. <laughs> Yoga. Yoga fire. And yoga. And for sure. Yeah. Um, it's India. It is India. You know India. You've been there, maybe? Nope. Some oh, god damn. <laughs> <laughs> you know what the problem is? It tastes like Zima and KFC, which I had for lunch. That sounds terrible. It could be worse. It could be like uh I don't know, sushi. You just said sushi is worse than KFC. <laughs> I imagine burping up fish would be worse than burping up fried chicken. Uh, I suppose. Anyway, uh, in Jharkhand, Patna, India. Patna. Hey, Patna. <laughs> Howdy, Patna. <laughs> um, <laughs> policeman at the Jugsalai. Oh, fuck. Uh, police station. I think in, you threw the worst of it. I think <laughs> in said town, smooth, smooth sailing from now. Uh, have been offering prayers to get deliverance from wandering spirits. Um, Ooh, spooky. <laughs> uh, Sub Inspector S. Bosky. No first name, just S. S. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> okay. Um, he says nothing appears fine here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> very direct 
No, I mean, so does it mean it's like, it's okay? Or, I mean, no, I guess okay and fine would probably be about the same. Yeah. Syn- synonymous. Um, whatever. <laughs> uh, he says, nothing appears fine here. We feel terrified all the time due to sudden fear. <laughs> <laughs> we feel terrified because of fear. <laughs> well, yeah. And what are they terrified of? Their haunted police station. Uh, according to him, they have been offering prayers every month to propitiate. Is that a word? Pro- yeah, I had to look it up. Cover <laughs> <laughs> <Kind of> stupid. <laughs> Apparently it means like, like win favor with. Ah. Ah. <clears throat> ah, yes. If you've, if you've learned nothing else from this episode. <laughs> you know what? Is it propitate or propitate? Well, it's T-I-A, so it's propitiate. Oh, yeah. Propitiate. Propitiate? The ghosts. (laughs) Um, Cops posted at the police station report hearing strange sounds from inside the station. Once night falls and its frequency increases shortly past midnight. This reminds me of that movie Last Shift. Yeah. It's a pretty good movie. Yeah, it's pretty good. <clears throat> Solid flick. Did we ever do that on a show? No. That's surprising. Yeah. It seems like something we do. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, no one likes to stay at the police station at night, and it is totally deserted by 11 p.m. every day, a policeman revealed. According to him, the telephone lines also routinely go out of order despite their best efforts. We have been repairing the phone lines on a daily basis, but strangely, they stop working by evening. This every, Everybody's very spooky in this story. <laughs> Apparently, everyone talks like Dracula <laughs> in India. <laughs> um, this is an everyday problem, he said. Man, what a bitch. Yeah, like even if you don't believe in ghosts, that's just a pain in the ass. Yeah, I mean, yeah, whatever it is is clearly bothering them daily. So whatever it is is very persistent. <laughs> yeah. Oh hell. Um, where did I go? Um, there we go. Um, according to another policeman who is not named here. Yeah, like, uh, this story is all just like nameless, faceless policemen. <laughs> policeman number two. <laughs> The place where the haunted police station has come up was earlier being used as a cremation ground by local villagers. Apparently, that's the reason why our police station is in the grip of ghosts, he explained. <laughs> the nameless policeman, that's what <laughs> he explained that. You only move the headstones! <laughs> this police station was built on an ancient Indian huh? burial ground. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> oh. Oh, Zima. Zima. <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Neat. So what do you think, Mr. Skeptic? I we're we're missing bottles. <laughs> We've there's, got a six pack for There's two over behind there. your computer. Oh, there are? Yeah. Uh, what do I think? Yeah. I think it's some local pranksters trying to get the police station emptied. Because when's it easier to commit a crime? When there's no police. When there's no police. <laughs> and 
uh, you know, forgive me if I'm completely wrong and off off base about this, but I'm pretty sure that India has a lot of crime. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if I wanted to, I mean, if if I had a police station full of simpletons that were scared <laughs> out of their station by ghosts, this is exactly what I'd do. I'd make it look like the station was haunted and make them leave. It's it's not a bad uh, not a bad uh, uh, not a bad uh, theory <laughs> or pro- possible reality. Uh, I was gonna say like not a bad plan if you were a a prankster or yeah. a uh, ne'er do well a, ne- a, a a deviant. Yeah, <laughs> not gonna not gonna <laughs> not gonna. <laughs> what do you think? I don't know. Yeah, it could be ghosts, aliens. It's probably aliens. I'm not going to say it's aliens, but it's aliens. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't want to say it's aliens, but it's definitely aliens. Hey, mom, there's something in the back room. <sighs> Can we just for a second talk about how weird it is that Tom DeLonge left Blink-182 to hunt for aliens? <laughs> oh, it's the weirdest thing. <laughs> I mean, I always thought he was a little weird, but like kind of like a like a dumb drunken dickhead kind <laughs> like of weird. Like a frat boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not just like fucking out of his mind weird. But, you know. Not like the kind of guy who would write reports for the government about alien right. activity. Yeah, write reports for the government. I'm, <laughs> I'm using quote fingers here. Quote because fingers? <laughs> quote fingers. <laughs> Oh, man, if anybody's turned off the episode, you're missing some golden material here. <laughs> you're missing some golden showers. What? <laughs> anyway. Um, neat. Yeah. Sucks, Let's move on. Sucks to be a policeman in Jarkhand. <laughs> yep. All right, so Mr. Where the Sidewalk Ends, Roald Dahl. Roald. Roald. <laughs> what? He's not Mr. Where the Sidewalk Ends. Oh, that's Shel Silverstein. Yeah. Uh, Zip, dance, 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 dance. Willy Wonka, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, SEO Trust. So the writer of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory Charlie and, Chocolate. and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory <laughs> and others, Mr. Roald Dahl, uh, he wrote a story called The Witches, which you may remember was adapted into a film in 1990. A creepy film. From director Nicholas Rogue. Rogue. <laughs> <laughs> and starred Angelica Houston, Jason Fisher, my Zetterling and, of course, Mr. Bean, Rowan Atkinson. <laughs> he was in that? Apparently. I mean, it's been so long since I've seen it. According to this thing on my computer. <laughs> the computer tells me so. Uh, it's going to be readapted into a new version, which will be directed by one Robert Zemeckis. Solid. You may remember that name because he directed uh, small independent features called Back to the Future, uh, Forrest Gump, Flight. What's Flight? I think that's a 
Denzel Washington movie. When he flips the bird? <laughs> yep. Uh, he is currently in final negotiations with Warner Brothers to direct. Uh, he will also pen the script and produce, along with his partner, Jack Rapke, who he produced uh, Back to the Future and others with. I see this being a solid film. Probably. If not just because of Robert Zemeckis, because of this next thing. Uh, based on the 1983 novel by Dahl, The Witches tells the story of... Oh, no, not that thing. <laughs> not that thing. The thing I skipped. <laughs> the most important... Th- no, not the most important... An important thing. Uh, at one time, a gentleman by the name of Guillermo del Toro was attached to... Heard of him? Guys? <laughs> he directed a little movie called The Shape of Water. The Oscar-winning Shape of Water film movie that inspired the... Trivia team, The Shape of Beer, who was next to us at Trivia on Tuesday. Shape of Beer? That was their trivia team name. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. And it was Wednesday. Sorry. Sorry. Jesus Sorry, Christ. everyone. Our team name was the Pecan Sandies. <laughs> it's got a sexual meaning. Does it? It's from Always Sunny. I don't remember. Uh, but... Now Del Toro, <clears throat> while not going, well, he's not going to direct. He's not going to work here anymore. He's, <laughs> he will produce. Yeah, that's the thing that Tony was talking about. It's exciting. Zemeckis and Del Toro. That's exciting. That's stuff. quite the combo. It's gonna be good. Uh, based on the 1983 novel by Roald Dahl, the witch tells the story of a brave young boy and his Norwegian grandmother as they battle England's witches. But this is not a fairy tale. This is about real witches. Real witches don't ride around on broomsticks. Stupid. <laughs> they don't even wear black cloaks and, cloaks and hats. They are vile, cunning, detestable creatures who disguise themselves as nice, ordinary ladies like Angelica Houston. I don't know that Angelica Houston was ever ordinary. <laughs> I mean, she was Morticia. <laughs> she always had kind of a look about her that was just weird. And in the clan, she just screamed for no reason. In a what? In the cleanse. She just oh, yeah, screamed yeah, yeah, yeah. for no reason. Yep. Uh, so how can you tell when you're face-to-face with one? Well, if you don't know yet, you'd better find out quickly because there's nothing a witch loathes quite as much as children. So they'll turn you into a mouse. And eat you. I'm going to eat you. That's what they say. Yep, they say that. <laughs> uh, have you seen the witches? I don't know. I feel like I have. Like, I've seen all the pictures and I'm like, okay, I've seen this movie. Mm-hmm. But I can't remember anything about it. It's a good movie. Uh, it's like, but it's like it's like for kids, right? I mean, yes and no. I mean, it's it, it's really creepy, especially the uh, creature design, like the the witches themselves mm-hmm. are really fucking creepy looking. Uh, so, and I think even the role doll movie or um, uh, book is a little more young ma- adult. Yeah, more mature. I've, I've never read the book. But from what I know about it, I feel like it's probably like, yeah, a little more mature than for young children. Um, I wonder what the what the demographic for this one's going to be. Oh, I imagine probably young adult. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, they'll probably tone it down just to make it kind of like uh, the tweens. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I like the first movie. I'm not like over the moon about it because I'm not child but um yeah it's, it's not bad i mean zemeckis and like you said zemeckis and del toro together that's that's quite the combo yeah so yeah i mean it'll 
it'd be interesting to see this. I mean, I'm usually kind of opposed to uh, remaking movies that are already good, but sure, why not? I mean, it, it's always a little different with book adaptations because it's, yeah. it's not necessarily a remake of the movie. It's just a different adaptation of the source material. That's true. Except in cases with like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory versus Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Willy Wonka was much better. Oh, yeah. Even though it, even though Charlie and the Chocolate Factory was more in line with the book itself, Willy Wonka was like leaps and bounds better. Mm-hmm. Where you at, Gene Wilder? One left. Oh, yeah. Fucking Johnny Depp. Give me a fucking break. Fucking yeah. Johnny Depp. Mr. 21 Jump Street. Piece of shit, motherfucker. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway. So, uh, cool. Could be cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. This would be something that uh, is of interest to me. This is relevant to my interests? Yes. So, uh, be on the lookout, guys. So is it just me, or does it seem like Nightbreed has been in the Working news a lot? Working on a Nightbreed. That's not it. Remember that famous song? <laughs> from from the Bob Seegers? <laughs> and the, and the, the Seeger Bullet Band? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, Sorry, what did you ask? Nightbreed. It seems like it's... Like people have been talking about it a lot lately. It's like it's gotten like this. Um, I don't know this cult following almost. Yeah, but it, it it always seemed like it was pretty popular among horror fans. But it seems like recently it's really gotten this boost, and I don't really know where it came from. Did it get like a new release, like a Criterion Collection or something? Or it must have <laughs> like maybe like a twenty twentieth anniversary or something like that. Maybe or thirtieth possibly. Um. I don't know, but just in the last year, maybe two, it seems like it's really gotten a boost in popularity because I feel like I'm seeing it everywhere. It came out in 1990. So it can't be a 20-year or 30-year anniversary. It could be 20. Well, I mean... That 28-year anniversary? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Irregardless. That's not a word. <laughs> we had this discussion. It's kind of a word. Like, yeah. not officially. Google says it's not a typo, so. <laughs> and you know if Google says. Uh, anyway, but um, so I guess the news is that now this is a, a good and bad, maybe. Okay. Maybe both bad. I don't know. Uh, Nightbreed, the television show, or Night Nightbreed TV, is that its name? No. Okay. Oh, wait. Nightbreed. Uh, I see what you did. Um, Night, Nightbreed television show. Um is being shopped around. Well, Yay! Not shopped around, but... Uh, developed. Being developed. Yay! Now, for the bad news, or maybe the second bad news, it's being developed at sci-fi. Boo! Yeah, and as we know, nothing good comes out of sci-fi. Um, that includes Sharknado, just in case you were curious. I don't know, Blood Drive was okay. Okay, being the keyword. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It was a little. It, it was a little okay. <laughs> anyway, he's um, gonna say. 
Uh, <clears throat> but uh, it is being brought to you from Clive Barker. Yay! And Josh Stolberg, who wrote Jigsaw. Boo! Yeah, that's a big old boo right there, because uh, Jigsaw was bad. Like, like s- even for a late-term Saw movie. Yeah. Like, Jigsaw was so bad that it, I wish it was a person so I could throw poop at it. <laughs> so I could punch it in the dick hole. <laughs> um, oh, God. I, like, I, I could spend another 20 minutes talking about how bad Jigsaw is. We did a whole episode We, on we it. already just, did that. Just go listen to that episode if you really want to know how bad we think Jigsaw is. Uh, anyway. So... Anybody not familiar with Nightbreed, and if you're not, then I don't know why you're even listening to this show, but uh, Nightbreed explores race relations in America. Race relations? Race relations. And actually, Nightbreed's in Canada, so who, I don't know who wrote this, but... Torrent me. <laughs> was it Was it a, a certain website? It, it was a website, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember which one. Anyway, uh, Nightbreed explores race relations in America. Or Canada, whatever. Uh, only the races are humans and monsters. Maybe this is talking about the show. Maybe this is what the show is. Yeah, that would make sense. Why not Americanize things? America. Fourth of July. <laughs> Zima. Where's my hat? Hats. <laughs> uh, this hat does not fit over my headphones. <laughs> I'm not as interested in this story as I thought I'd be. Um, okay, yeah, so the race, races are humans and monsters. It follows a group of underground half-human, half-monsters seeking to find refuge and home after their original hiding place is destroyed. They're talking about... Um, oh, Christ, I forgot the name. Midian. Midian? Yeah. From, from the, corp- the ministry? No. <laughs> um, uh, leading these efforts is a recently turned reluctant hero who is only is not only adjusting to his new supernatural status, but also dealing with the grief and misery or mystery surrounding the death of his fiance. Will this group band together despite being hunted and persecuted by humans who find their otherness to be frightening? Maybe the dingo ate your fiance. <laughs> Uh, um, Clive Barker said this story has been near and dear to my heart for many years he didn't Uh, say dear don't put words in the man's mouth (laughs) (laughs) the story has been near to my heart for many years better? yes wait I'm at beyond thrilled the fuck does that mean? (laughs) I don't know uh but that, <laughs> I'm just going to say, I'm beyond thrilled that sci-fi and UCP, what's UCP? Uh, Union of Colored People. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, probably not, though. <laughs> probably not. Uh, beyond thrilled that sci-fi and UCP are taking this journey with us. I need to figure out what UCP means. Uh and I cannot wait to see it brought to life on the screen. You already did that. First thing that comes you made up, a movie. First thing that comes up is United Cerebral Palsy. <laughs> it's probably not that. 
He says he cannot wait to see it brought to life on the screen. They already did that. They, they did that, yeah. They made a Nightbreed movie. Yep. <laughs> they made a million dollars. Literally, I like I typed in UCP Nightbreed, and everything that comes up is this quote. There's nothing explaining what UCP is. <laughs> Universal Cable Productions. Okay. I wonder if that's maybe like a channel that's broadcasting it elsewhere. I imagine it's part of Universal Studios. Could be. Could be. That's probably like their TV division. Maybe. Like their, like their cable productions. Maybe, Taylor. I don't know. It could be. <laughs> Did you say this last quote already? <laughs> Barely holding it together. Um, there has never been a more relevant time for us to turn to one of the ge- genres. Close enough. <laughs> Geners. Uh, God. Zima! <laughs> Great cult classics from our movie library to impact the national conversation with bold, compelling, and unconventional storytelling, said David Robinson, former center for the San Antonio Spurs. Yeah, that's probably him. Probably not the same guy. Or maybe he's the president of Morgan Creek Entertainment Group. <laughs> that's an interesting job to get into after you retire from the NBA. Yeah, you know. Uh, I want to be excited about this because I really like Neat, neat, neat Breed. <laughs> neat Breed. It's a neat movie. It sounds like they're going to go super political with it. Well, I mean, the movie itself is very political. But it sounds like they're going to go like even more so. I mean, I guess. Like they're going to have a character named like Donald. <laughs> and then he gets beaten He's up. just like a taint. <laughs> just a walking taint. <laughs> um, yeah, like I, I'd like to be excited about this, but when I see sci-fi, I just kind of... Tune out. Yeah. It's like, I don't, I don't want to see Yeah, sci-fi. no, I feel you. I mean, you know, Channel Zero is fine. I don't think it's as good as everybody hypes it up to be. I I only watched the first season. I, I liked the first season a lot. I I just never, I kind of forgot it was on. Yeah. And, you know, like every time I'm like flipping through on-demand stuff, um, I'll see like the card for it. But it's like, it's like I should watch that. And then I don't. <laughs> it's kind of one of those shows. You I know? mean, it had good people behind it. It had like Nick Antosca and uh, Max Landis behind it. So. Yeah. I don't know. Just uh, when you when you bring me stuff on sci-fi, I just don't like it. <laughs> yeah, and then when, especially when you come at me with the Jigsaw writer. Oh yeah, that definitely exacerbates things. Yeah, what does that mean? <laughs> it means to make things worse. Oh. <laughs> we did a bit thing. We, <laughs> we did a thing. It's funny. Um. So, uh, excite. Eh. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, me too. I'm just kind of... I'm not like... I'm not against it. It's just kind of like when it... I, I need more. I just really need them to make a good show. Yeah. And I really don't think they're going to. Yeah, like I, I need more info before I can make a, make a decision. Yeah. I feel like if they did it on a different channel, because I know that the, a different channel would probably give it the kind of financing that it should have... And then you get rid of Josh Stolberg because he's garbage. <laughs> um, yeah. 
Actually, you know, maybe that's not fair. Was the problem with Jigsaw the writing? Yes. Was it? Yes. Or was it the terrible acting? It was acting? a stupid story. Wow. Okay. Fair enough. I think everything was probably the problem. Well, yes. Yeah. There wasn't anything that wasn't the but problem. But the story was definitely a problem. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. All right. Fuck it. <laughs> I was alone. I was all by myself. No one was looking. I was thinking of you. I know Carlos wanted to talk about this story, but oh, yeah. he's gone. Uh, Maybe he shouldn't have had to go to work. Yeah, really. He could have sat here and drink, drink, Jima, 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 <laughs> drank Jima. Uh, Hiro Murai. I hope I'm saying that right. Uh, I think it's Hiro Murai. Wow, that's racist. Why is that racist? <laughs> Uh, best known as the director of the Childish Gambino video, This Is America. It's hot. It's a hot issue. That's a good video. It is good. It's a good song. It is a good song. Uh, the video like really helps things. Though. Very, very topical. Like an ointment. An oinkment? Ointment. <laughs> Top- topical. I get it. Topical ointment. Means you put it on your skin. Yeah. Keep up, Taylor. No, I got it. Yeah. Because I told you. <laughs> Uh, he's also directed episodes of Atlanta, again, with uh, Childish, Gambino's, Atlanta. Childish Gambino's twin brother, Donald Glover. You uh, should start saying Hotlanta, like every opportunity you can, see if it drives her insane. Why? Because I say it, when, I say it to Kristen, she hates it. Why? Why does she hate it? Yeah. I don't know. It's so weird. It doesn't matter, because I do it, it drives her insane. It's hilarious. But that's not the show. The show is called Atlanta. Just call it Hotlanta. <laughs> Uh, he also directed episodes of Barry. You ever, did you watch Barry? Is that the uh, HBO show? Yeah. With uh, Bill Hader? Yeah, yeah. No. It's pretty good. We've watched a handful of episodes. It's pretty mm-hmm. funny. Anyways, uh, he's going to be making his uh, feature film debut with a movie called Man Alive. This is a spec script from Joe Greenberg, which has been rewritten by David Robert Mitchell. Now, you may remember that second name. As the writer of It Follows, ooh, which you know was kind of a big deal, <laughs> just a bit. Uh, this has been picked up by 20th Century Fox, and it covers the events following the invasions of Earth by an alien species. When a man faced with isolation and loneliness, in order to survive, realizes he must not be alone after all. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> kind of sounds like. Uh, like Omega Man or uh, like I Am Legend kind of thing. I mean, that was vampires, but <laughs> well, yeah, but with well, with aliens instead of vampires. I mean, I guess. But he's I don't well, I, I guess not really because he's not forced into isolation. He kind of chose isolation. I mean, to not get eaten by vampires, yeah, or aliens in this case. Sure. <laughs> uh, the idea was originally acquired by Fox back in 2016 when Fargo and Legion creator Noah Hawley was slated to take the helm, but that didn't happen. Is that the, the movies? No. TV shows. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of funny because uh, this uh, Mirai also directed episodes of Legion. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a very good show. 
Really? I never watched it. Yeah, it's, it's not why it's not around anymore. So I don't know. I wish I, I wish there was more information on this. But I mean, you know, uh, this is America is is a very good video. Um, quite. Yeah. And I mean, it follows. You know, was real good. Yeah, it's hot. It's a hot film. Hot, hot take. <laughs> and and this is America is a hot video. Hot take. Very hot. Yeah. People are talking about it all over. Kids. Kids love it. <laughs> Kids love the Gambinos. Dig that Jesus guy. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, like you said, not much to go on here. Um, I know uh, this Mariah also had a... He's got a first look deal with FXX. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So... After the same, I, I assume that only applies to like TV. I don't think it applies mm. to to movies. Cool. So, what do you think about this this uh, this premise? I don't know. I'm not big on alien movies. Me it's, neither. It's never really been my thing. Like, I mean, I like the alien movies. I feel like I don't. It's it's the alien invasion movies are the ones that always kind of turn me off. Yeah. Like, I mean. Welcome to Earth. <laughs> yeah, see, like Independence Day. Yeah, got it. Fourth of it. July. It's Fourth of July. Yeah. Zima. America. <laughs> um. Lost my train of thought. <laughs> Fucking Zima, man. <laughs> She's a cruel mistress. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Um. When you can make an alien movie into a horror movie like the Alien series, that's one thing. But kind of like you, yeah, the alien invasions just don't really do much for me. Um, Because I'm not a big... Like, you know, like all the conspiracy nuts, they're like, oh, there's so many UFOs flying around. It's like, there's, yeah, Area there's, 51. And- yeah, that kind of shit. It's like, I'm, that's not, I, mean, I don't give a fuck. That ain't me. Yeah. Like, I think it's probably bullshit. Like, I think if aliens would, if, if there were aliens out there that had the technology to travel to a different planet, they'd probably skip right past us. Let's, I, I, I want to stop short of calling it a theory because I'm pretty sure it was a stand up bit, but, Talking about how like the the aliens that we see are like the teenagers who are like rebelling because the, the the parents are like well, whatever you do don't go to fucking Earth like, <laughs> that place is a shithole and they're like oh, let's go just like swing by just it'll be so funny <laughs> it's kind of like when me and my friend in high school uh, we thought we were really funny driving through like the really shitty ghetto neighborhood in my town um, and like blasting like. Vanilla ice. You're so lucky you didn't get shot. <laughs> I mean, probably, but we thought it was so funny. Or like, because we're fucking idiots. How like where I grew up, we would just drive by the same people over and over and over again until they got really mad. <laughs> just drive up and down the same street. <laughs> yeah, we just like do loops. That's the same people. <laughs> See, that's way funnier. <laughs> uh, aliens, bro. How do we get on this conversation? I don't know. <laughs> we just go where the Zima takes us. 
Yeah, like one guy tried to like fight my car. Fight your car? Yeah, he like came up to my car and he was like, what the fuck? And I just kept driving. <laughs> but it, like we wouldn't take the same road every time. We would like, you know, go by them and then we'd like come up a side street and go by the other way or <laughs> like drive right towards them. <laughs> Did you like look at them? No. Oh. <laughs> that would have been better if you're just staring at them every time you drove past. <laughs> Just roll by all slow. <laughs> oh. Just neat. blasting like walking on sunshine or something ridiculous. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, this is the town I grew up in. This was the fun shit we thought was, was cool. <laughs> and then you went cow tipping? Yeah, I was like, what else are we going to do? Go bowling? Nope, they turned our bowling alley into a church. <laughs> well, that's fun. Uh, so man alive. <laughs> Woo. Look for it in the future. You know, a lot of people write me and say, "Hey, Joe Bob Briggs, just what is Monster Vision? You don't need no special glasses or an insect's head. Just a healthy love for slime and disrespect for the dead. We'll talk about some movies by the old double wide. And when you get that, I'm so excited about this. I know you are. I'm so fucking jacked. Uh, so anybody that's been having a uh, jonesing for the old Monster Vision days, hosted by Joe Bob Briggs, um, well, I've got a fucking treat for you guys. Shudder, who, if you don't know Shudder, you should know Shudder. If you don't know, now you know. Shudder is a online streaming service um i think it's from amc yes the parent company but it's all horror all the time it's like the netflix of horror guys um and it is awesome and they even have like a live streaming or i don't know if live streaming is the the right term but they have a a feature where it's just it's shutter tv and you just turn it on and it's whatever's playing is playing Mm mm-hmm um, and then it's also on demand. Right. Um, and you can get, like, you can subscribe to it on Amazon. You can, like, there's an Amazon channel for it. Um, it's I only five bucks a month. Yeah. It's super cheap. Here we are shilling for Shutter, and they're not paying us anything. <laughs> hey, Shutter, fucking holler. call me. <laughs> I'm fucking shitty. <laughs> Okay, but back on topic, guys. Those of you that need your Joe Bob fix, uh, Shutter's bringing to us the last drive-in with Joe Bob Briggs. Now, uh, this is going to be a 24-hour marathon on Shutter, starting on July 13th at 9 p.m. Eastern. That's going to be 6 o'clock for you folks over here. And that is Friday the 13th. Mm. Now I'm going to have to break my usual tradition of watching Friday the 13th movies all night, but it's going to be worth it. I think we need to get together and just have a 24-hour marathon. Of Joe Bob? Of Joe Bob. Uh, because, guys, this, the, the last drive-in, that's not just a cute name. This is the last time he's doing this. Uh, I mean, I know in horror you can never say never, but... He's probably never going to do this again. <laughs> I mean, he's, uh, he's, he's old. He's got to be pushing 60 if he's not already. Um, 
And uh, but so he's gonna be coming back, giving his usual brand of uh, of commentary. And uh, there's gonna be 13 films in this 24 hour marathon, uh, including Tourist Trap, Sleepaway Camp, and Basket Case, and others. Those are some weird movies. That's great. I love it. <laughs> like I don't like Basket Case. Like there are people out there that just love Basket Case. I don't like it, but I love that he's showing it. Yeah. It's awesome. Same with Sleepaway Camp. Like, we reviewed Sleepaway Camp, and we were like, I don't really understand why this is so popular. <laughs> no. But it's like, I'm going to fucking watch it because it's Joe Bob. Yeah, because he's going to have something weird to say about her dick. <laughs> um, so, uh, Shudder members are going to be encouraged to join the conversation with Shudder's Twitter account, at Shudder, uh, during the marathon, which will include special guests, surprises, and prizes for participants participation isn't that neat it is uh other initiatives centered around the last driving with joe bob briggs include an upcoming reddit ama on july 10th as well as screenings hosted by joe bob at the nighthawk cinema in brooklyn new york i've been there have you yeah it's cool it is cool what is something special about it or it's kind of like central cinema but smaller smaller than central cinema yeah Okay. <laughs> but like, you know, you get your own table and they have food service and drinks and what have yous. What have yous. Um, cool. Um, oh, and, okay, this seems more fitting. And the Adam Alamo Draft House in Dallas, Texas on July 12th. So he's going to be busy. I've not been there. Me neither. I feel like we should go there sometime. We should go for a Texas Frightmare and then... I mean, I'd be willing to go to Austin. I don't know about Dallas. There's a isn't there one in Austin too? Probably. We should go there. Just take a little trip. Take a little trip. Take a little trip with me. Yeah, you know, you know, <laughs> you know how to do it. Got you. I got you. Uh, yes. So, uh, I mean, anybody that's not familiar, with Joe Bob Briggs, he hosted a TV show, actually two TV shows on um, TNT. TNT. Um, first one was called Monster Vision, and um, oh god, what was the other one called? I want to th- call it like Late Night Drive-In or something like that with Joe Bob Briggs. Are you looking it up? I am looking it up. Joe Bob's Drive-In Theater. I was close. I had Joe Bob and Drive-In. Drive-In. <laughs> Um, but basically he would, uh, I mean, they show the movie and it was always really late at night. So it wasn't completely uncensored, but it was a little more lax on the editing than you'd see during like normal prime time. Um, and in between cuts, it was a little, almost like, um, like mystery science theater or, um, drunk cinema or drunk cinema, (laughs) but he'd. He wouldn't talk during the movie so much. He would do like interspliced cuts where he'd give like a commentary on the film uh, and he'd give everything scores. Like, you know, he'd, he'd score the gore. He'd score the nudity. Um, he'd score the the bad acting. Just all these frivolous things. He'd just give them all their individual scores. Uh, and I think he'd usually, actually usually do that before the film. But uh, yeah, in between commercial breaks, it was like... Actually, a lot like Elvira. Oh, okay. Um, he, he'd just have some kind of commentary uh, in between commercial breaks. But 
anyway, so this is going to be a lot of fun. And I know a lot of guys that have been into horror their entire lives. They We know and love Joe Bob. Uh, and we're really excited to see this. So, uh, I mean, I know what I'm going to be doing between 6 p.m. on the 13th and 6 p.m. on the 14th. Jerking off. Jerking off. <laughs> My dick is going to be so raw. <laughs> It's gross. That is gross. <laughs> uh, so check it out, guys. Shutter. Um, not sure. Like I mentioned, you can get the channel on Amazon. I'm not sure that's going to work for this. I think you might have to actually have the subscription to the the website or the the app. Um, I'm not positive. I would maybe do your research. Shutter.com. Yeah. Um, but don't be disappointed. Make sure you're prepared. Don't miss out on a great time, guys. And you were making fun of me for wearing the shirt costume on Halloween. <laughs> we should do more costumes. It's fun. It's fun stuff. I know. <laughs> uh, I just wish we did, you know, videos longer. Because, you know, to make it worth it. I mean, we could. Yeah, um, IGTV. Although I don't, but yeah, it takes up to an hour. Do you have stock in IGTV? Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. Every time I say the words or the, the, the acronym, Wade Boggs Carpet World. Call 1 800. My name is Carlos Rodella, brought to you by Instagram. <laughs> Dude, I wish. I wish. I'm trying to get a freaking like over here. <laughs> Okay. All right, let's talk about some movies, shall we? Yeah, uh, Taylor, or actually, Carlos. Let the guests decide. Let the guests decide. Which one do you want to start with? Oh, I want to start with the only one that I thought was good. (laughs) Ish. Let's start with the, uh, I know what you're talking about. So the boy and girl are making out, right? When they hear over the radio that this lunatic killer's escaped from an insane asylum. That's not the way it goes. The boy goes for help, and the girl stays in the car, and she hears this... Like a scratching sound. No, he's been decapitated. No, he was gutted with a hook. Oh my god. I think he's dead. We can't just leave him here. Oh, tell me, little Miss Prelaw, what's the charge for manslaughter? Make a pact. Right here and now we take the Sar grave. For the last year, four friends have kept a secret. Are you on drugs? No. Well, then what is wrong? I've had a rough year. But not all secrets stay buried. Somebody sent this to me. Oh, my God. Someone knows. I know what you did last summer. Ooh. What they thought would be a new beginning. Toast to us. Is becoming a dead end. Somebody tried to kill you last night. We have to go to the police. If you wanted me dead, he could have done it. And the mistake they made. It was an accident. There was no accident. It was murder. What if he's still alive? Hey! What are you doing here? Is coming back to haunt them. Oh, my God. He's after me, too. I got a letter. I got run over. Helen gets her hair chopped off. Ah! Julie gets a body in a truck and you get a letter? That's balanced. She's waiting for us to unravel. The wait is over. What are you waiting for, huh? What are you waiting for? Hello? 
did last summer. Just in case you missed it at the beginning of the show, we are doing these first, so we're going to be less intoxicated than we are earlier in the show. But we're going to try and make it funny anyway, because we're really funny when we're drunk. Drunk on Zima? Well, been drinking. Okay. <clears throat> earlier I had two sidecars. That's pretty lit. There you go. I thought about drinking a shot or two before I came here. What? what? Is this what you do shots? I don't, but it was going to be fast. <laughs> That's the idea. <laughs> they called shots. Man, last weekend I went out with a buddy of mine. We got <laughs> absolutely destroyed. Got bonkers. Totally, dude. We went to the Tiki Bar down the street and like we ordered one of the big shared people drinks. It's supposed <laughs> to be for four people. <laughs> we all we each got a round and then we ordered that. <laughs> That's trouble. And the guy wasn't like, no. <laughs> I think you've had enough. And then we went to the next bar and did shots and had old fashions. There you go. And then we went to karaoke. The weirdest fucking karaoke bar I've ever seen. Why didn't you tell me about this? Because it was like a last minute thing. He just called me up and he was like, hey, we're going out. Do you want to go? He was like, we're in Ballard. I'm like, all right. You're like, yeah. Usually he calls me at like 10 o'clock and is like, hey, we're in Pioneer Square. Come out. I'm like, no. <laughs> you got to get me out of the house before 10 o'clock if you want me to. Oh, shit. I am old. Anyway. Anyway. I know you did last summer. Yeah, me too. Are we doing the podcast? Yeah, we're doing the podcast. <laughs> that's that's what, what's happening. All right. So this is from 1997. Uh, right around the time, you know, when all the, the teen slashers started going on going on yeah this was really riding on the scream wave yeah, yeah in fact this was actually written by kevin williamson who co-wrote scream scream was before this scream was 1996 okay. this was 97 scream was kind of like the starter pistol for teen slashers and this was the first one out the gate now was this this is rated pg-13 right nope this was rated r really because there's two fucks there is two fucks you get oh. one fuck in pg-13 okay yep. except in the 80s when you could actually even have nudity that's because PG-13 didn't exist. Though. Indiana Jones was the first PG-13 movie. That was like 82, 83. Was that long ago? Really? I mean, yeah, but I'm thinking like Weird Science. Weird Science had tits, yeah. I mean, they're brief, but they were there. Yeah. I seen them. <laughs> we, used to, we used to call it um, No Towels because a lot of those scenes would have, and this one does actually too, uh, the ladies would get in the towel and mm-hmm. go in the shower. Yeah. And you're like, oh, is she going to take the towel off? <laughs> and so we would rate the movies, like the horror movies, if they had no towels. Like, okay. Yeah, she took the towel off. There you go. Be like, no towels! <laughs> it was a sad, <laughs> hashtag, nerdy... Hashtag no towels. Hashtag no towels. It was a sad, nerdy life. <clears throat> oh, my God. <laughs> but no, I was going to say, this movie really felt like Scream to me. Like, there's obvious... Well, yeah, I mean, like I said, same writer, so... Yeah. But it, it didn't have the benefit of having Wes Craven... Yes. Right and direct it. Or Nev Campbell, I mean, really. Or Nev Campbell. But they did have Jennifer Love Hewitt, who was kind of like... And them titties! Nice, at, the, at that time, me too. I was like, yeah. Oh, dude. Uh, and Buffy, man. And Buffy. Sarah Michelle Gellar, that was my gal back then. <clears throat> I swear to God. This, this was... This was, you know, we talked about how they... This was kind of the, the first out of the gate of these teen slashers, where the studios were kind of like, <laughs> all right, we're going to put some money behind horror. Yeah. But we're going to give it all to the cast. Right. <laughs> Because we're going to get the hottest young actors out there. We're going to get Jennifer Love Hewitt and uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar and Freddie Prince Jr. and 
Brian Phillippe and Johnny Galecki <laughs> and Bridget Wilson and Anne Hache. By the way, I was going to bring that up later, but whatever happened to Anne Hache? Because she was great in this. I was like, I like yeah, her. I don't, know. I don't know. She was lesbian for a minute and I just kind of lost track of her. That's a great like thing to be thinking about. <laughs> yeah, she was a lesbian. Ellen, Ellen dumped her and she fell off the face of the planet. She, all I know is that don't, she don't was we really all? good in this. If Ellen dumps you, you do fall. Yeah, I, I really like her in this. Yeah, so this takes place on the 4th of July, obviously. July. Why we're here. Uh, in Southport, North Carolina. Though they don't mention it's the 4th of July until about three quarters of the way into the movie. Well, I mean, they like, just talk about the Croker Fest. She, but if you like read it when they're first doing the beauty pageant at the beginning, um, they kind of pan over a banner. It does say 4th of July Croker uh, Fest. Oh, did it? Yeah. So I missed that. I did too. Or Independence. One of the two. So, Julie James, Ray Bronson, Helen Shivers, and Barry Cox are our, uh, our Motley crew here. Shivers? I didn't even notice that. Yep. Horror movie. Shivers. Uh, <laughs> so, they just graduated high school, and they're having this, like I said, the Croker Fest. Uh, Helen is in the running for Miss Croker. What an honor. Again, horror movie. Croker. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh. she ends up winning. Uh, Ray mentions how her breasts are very ample. And Barry says she does exercises to pump them up. I don't think that's a thing. I was that's like, the, what yeah. exercises well, is it, that? It was in the 50s. There was definitely like these little things. Of, like, what is it? I must, I must, I must increase my breasts. It was like a homage. They were like, like, yeah, there's a thing. In the 50s, they were like, do this thing and it'll make your boobs bigger. Anyways, I used to sell them, so it's just a thing. <laughs> but... Uh, but no, uh, around that, that same time, I was like, yeah, it was kind of weird that they put her in kind of a really tight dress, like mm-hmm. to really accentuate. I was like, you know, there's not a lot going on there. And it seems suit. like they were really pushing her. Yeah. In a weird way. She's, she's not ample. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Says. Yeah. But, you know, it's they're weird. there and I appreciate it. It's fine. <laughs> uh, I will also say this reminded me of Twin Peaks a little bit. Where the, in Twin Peaks, there's a lot of... Um, the Miss Twin Peaks. Miss Twin Peaks, you know, yeah. thing. And the, like, weird stuff happens around it. And so near, yes, the very end of this movie, which we'll get to, has another moment with um, the pageant thing. So it feels like it's true. weirdness around pageants. Yeah. So they they all go out to party afterwards because it's kind of like their last hurrah. <laughs> Woo! Party! They had Zima's probably. They were all just so wasted on Zima. <laughs> Ryan Phillippe calls Johnny Galecki a chum head. Or chum, chum bait. Shout ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking shout ahead. That's the Max guy, right? Yeah. All I can, all I call him is uh, the guy from Roseanne. Yeah. That's all I remember. Yeah, or Big Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory, of course. That this was is the second of... episode in a row we've done with the Johnny Galecki movie. Yeah. Uh, and during that uh, time, the, the fun beach thing, uh, this is a quote I wrote down because it's ridiculous. The guy, what's the other guy? Uh, Barry. Barry, he's trying to get Jennifer Lou Hewitt. Oh, that's Ray. Ray. Ray is like, uh, he's trying to get in her pants, and he's like, high school relationships have the highest success rate. Oh, yeah, definitely not true. And <laughs> definitely not true, and then that's immediately when she took her clothes off. Yeah. I was like, what? That should not like, work. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. That should not work. These characters are all kind of like muted versions of the stereotypes. Like, Barry's your jock. Yeah. But he's not, like, super jock. And then uh, Helen, Sarah Michelle Gellar, is kind of your slut. Mm-hmm. Julie is kind of your virgin. And Ray is kind of your your nerd. Right. But again, they're all muted. They're not like super amped up versions of the stereotypes. Yeah. Or, you know, Ray, he's kind of like the boy next door. I yeah, he's the, he's the good guy. Yeah. Well, I think, what, 
What's Ryan's character's name again? I'm Barry. Barry, because I'm always going to say Ryan Phillippe in my head, so like, I might say Ryan, but Barry, yeah. That's fine. This cast was so 90s. Oh, it was painful. I, I, oh, think, yeah. I think all we were missing was like uh, Rachel Lee Cook. <laughs> there you go. And the music, too. Oh, the music was... The, the, oh, it huh. opens with this like emo cover of... Uh, There's typo negative. It was, oh, was like it? In, was it? Yeah, it was like industrial music. It was, yeah. What, what was the song? Summer Breeze. Oh, yeah. Summer Breeze. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I got to go back and remember. I didn't know that was a typo. Um, but yeah. it's like how that was just like so nice. Like, yeah. yeah. Open up with some like industrial metal band doing some shitty cover, some shitty song. <laughs> yeah, it all felt 90s. In that one. And anytime you do a segue, it would just be like a indie 90s band. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a song. There's cover of Hush in it, too. Mm-hmm. I don't know who it was, but anyway. So, yeah, they take off. Uh, Ray is driving Barry's car, because Barry is just absolutely hammered. Yeah. Although they play Offspring at this point. Yeah, for a second, I was like, oh, a real man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good music. Um, but Barry's, you know, he wants to keep partying. He sticks his head out the, um, <laughs> the, what the fuck you call it, the sunroof, and he's just like, Wah! I'm going to live forever! <laughs> <laughs> Because 90s. <laughs> yeah. I'm king of the world! Yeah. <laughs> but then they hit a pedestrian who was, for some reason, on this long stretch of country road all by himself. Yeah, because why not? Yeah, and they're like, oh, we hit a deer until Julie finds a boot. And deer don't wear boots. Or, um, or do they? <laughs> we just don't know about those ones. Uh, yeah, he yells, and it's like, oh, my car! And he's all, I'm automatically just, you know, concerned about that. He's a jerk. He's, he's like a douchebag. A total du- jerk douchebag. And I feel like he gets, he got douchier as soon as that, that accident happened. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Just got douchey level times 12. Yeah. Um, well, it's like everybody got real sketchy after this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Especially the year later. Which we'll get yeah. To. yeah. Um, so they, uh, they take the guy's pulse, determine he's dead. So they, huh? they dump him over the ledge. Before that, though, they, uh, they uh, go up to, what's his name? Oh, jeez, his name. I'm bad at it. Uh, not Ray. Ray. Yeah, Ray. The nice guy. Pretty Prince Jr. Yeah. He goes, I think he's dead. Yes. That's the biggest. You should probably figure that out. Yeah, yeah if I you're going to throw a guy off a cliff into water, yeah. you probably know that he's dead. I just love how Barry, like, he's drunk off his ass, and somehow the other three of them are saying, well, he's the most rational one. <laughs> right. And they're like, he's just like, we got to get rid of him. Nobody can find out about this. We'll go to fucking jail for this. And, uh, like, nobody's like, well, no, because he was walking in the middle of the road. I was, Ray was driving. I, he hasn't had a drop to drink. And Barry's just like, there's alcohol over the car. They'll think I fucking drove because I'm drunk off my ass. It's like, well, if the other three people say no, Ray was driving. I mean, Ray does, at one point, though, he does say it's manslaughter. It doesn't matter who's dead. Hmm. But he was in the middle of the road in the dark. Nobody can say whether or not they're following the speed limit. I'm just saying, it would have been better to just go to the police and be done with it. <laughs> well, yeah. We have no movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's what Julie wanted to do, but ended up being outnumbered. Um, by the way, I forgot to mention this is based on a book by um, someone, Lois Duncan. I keep thinking it's Judy Bloom. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Judy. Super fudge. <laughs> From the author of Super comes. <laughs> I know what you did last summer, Margaret. <laughs> Are you there, Margaret? It's me, the guy who knows what you did last summer. <laughs> and I have fun. 
Yeah, so they, they get rid of him. <laughs> they, they dump the body, and then flash forward to one year later. Oh, I think it's important to mention before this, they're all out partying on the beach, and they're trying to tell this ghost story about a man with a hook. Oh, yeah. And they they all heard it different ways. It's, you know, I heard it was an escape mental patient, and I heard it was this and that and this, whatever. And then the Ray's like, I'm going to hook you Because <laughs> he's a hooker. Yeah. yeah. He's a douchebag. So we, we flash forward to a year <clears throat> down the road. Wait, 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 go back. There's a whole moment in the water. They throw him in the water. Right. Yes. He, so he pops up right before they're throwing him in the water. This is important. This is what I wrote down. I wrote down Frankenstein question mark. Because he all of a sudden turns into some crazy like Jason character. Because he's in the water, they throw I just saw this morning. <laughs> they they throw him in the water and the big you know, the uh, the crown was he took the crown or something. He woke up and he got the crown somehow. From yeah, he snatched the crown off her head. Jennifer Jennifer. I'm just going to call Jennifer, Jennifer Lewis. He just grabbed it off her head. It was Sarah Michelle Geller. Was it? Yeah. Okay, well, she, was, she, she just won the pageant. Right, that makes yeah. sense. Helen. 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 So he takes out Helen's head and then goes in the water and then has it. And then, like, Ryan goes in to get it. Again, Ryan. Barry goes in to get it, right? Yeah, it's funny because, like, he comes to life and they're not just like, oh, he's alive. They're like, ah, fucking kill it. Kill it. Yeah, beat him to death and throw him back in the water. Anyways, when he goes down in the water, he just feels like Frankenstein Jason all of a sudden. Because his eyes are open. He's like, don't take this crown from me. Yeah. That part was just really creepy. Then, they, then you can get it. And it just kind of hangs out in the water. Like, he just stays Barry floats back to the surface. Barry floats back to the surface. And he's just hanging out there underwater. He's like, I'll get you, you damn kids. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, well, he's probably dead now. <laughs> yep. Because he just looked at me and I took the crown from him and he was like, don't. <laughs> Surely he'll never make it five feet to the surface. <laughs> Yeah, and he, uh, Barry like starts grabbing everybody. He's like, take this to our fucking grave, you hear me? Right. That was where he dropped the two F-bombs. Yeah, and then there's your R rating, folks. But then they dropped something, too. They dropped something there. They left some other thing. That was uh, the guy's thing. Well, it was something. There was some sort of thing on the ground they showed. At the, the very beginning, something. It's, it's kind of, well, no, it's, I guess it's kind of important to the, the plot. But at the beginning, you fly over the water, and you come to a cliffside, and this guy's just sitting there. Oh yeah, we didn't even talk about that. He's like twirling this little necklace thing, and um, it's clear. He clearly looks like he's about to kill himself. Mm-hmm. He has that air about him, um, and then that's when the fireworks start going off, and boom, back into the town. Yeah, yeah. And then when they throw this guy in the water, you see the little whatever it was, the trinket that he was yeah, was drinking. and he's like, "How did it get there? How did I get here? This is not my beautiful house." <laughs> Now when you're Okay, finally, one year later, Julie is coming home from uh, college in Boston. And as soon as she gets home, she's just like, just turns into a vegetable and just can't stand being there. And her mom's like, are you on drugs? She was on drugs, by the way. She probably was. She looked like she was on drugs. She's a teenager teenager in the 90s. She got so offended, but it's like, no, you look like you're on drugs. You look strong out of spot. Fix your bags. She looked so fucking <clears throat> drab. And you like, you, you know, Jennifer Love Hewitt, she fine. But she was not cute right there. Yeah. But they wanted her to look, yeah, strung out. Yeah. I mean, she's she was the only one, like you said, who like actually wanted to do the right thing. And so she had to live a whole year with like not doing the right thing. Yeah, it's like as soon as she gets back into town. All right, we're back up. And now we Where sound we start? decent. Okay. Um, wherever you left off, I don't remember. Uh, oh, Jennifer Love Hewitt looking straggly. Yeah, it was like as soon as she got back into town, she it just like it all hit her. And she just shut down. Yeah. Um, 
And then she ends up getting a note. One guess what it says. I know what you did last summer. It's the titular note. Oh, pun intended. Because Jennifer. Because she has big boobs? Yeah, well, she's. Oh, but yeah, later on, she's just wearing things to show them. Oh, well, yeah, like at crazy. the beginning, she's wearing like what looks like a knit top with, I'm pretty sure, no bra under, and just get little pokers. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> you got to appreciate the small things in life, you know? Or the medium sized things. <clears throat> or that, yeah. Uh, so she goes and finds um, Helen and Barry, or first Helen, I guess, and says, Hey, I got this note. And Helen is like, what? Like, that's weird. How about these character names? It sounds like a fucking retirement home in Florida. Well, they're so basic. <laughs> I mean, that's why I can't remember that any of them. I'm just like, Jennifer Love You and Ryan Philby. Hey, Ray. Or Susan and Jay and Ray. Ray, where's Barry and Helen? <laughs> they're where you left them. Shut up. <laughs> make me a quesadilla. <laughs> Damn it, make yourself a quesadilla. Napoleon? Yeah, uh, Helen was going to go to New York and become an actress, and that was going to be her contribution to the world, right? <laughs> but she flamed out, as so many do, came back home to work at her sister's... Uh, oh, that's her sister. Her, her sister's store, yeah. She's a bitch. Bridget Wilson. Yeah. yeah Sonya uh, Blade. Elsa. Yeah. <clears throat> and so then they go and they track down um, Barry, and Barry's like, I bet it's Max. Just out of nowhere with yeah. no justification Fuck whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, Max was kind of like wimpy in the beginning. And then now, like this year later, I feel like he's a little hardened for a minute. He's like, well, was I'm working in the... Like he was such a pushover when Barry called him chum bait. Right. But then when he like pulled up... To, oh, by the way, he pulled up to them when they were disposing of the body. And he was just like, yeah, you can wipe that sh- my shit don't stink yeah. smile off your face. That's what I was going to say. All of a sudden, he's a badass. He's a badass. Yeah. That was the beginning. That was before the year yeah. later. Yeah. So that was a quick turnaround. And then this point is right here. He like goes to scare him, right? Yeah. Uh, Barry goes and he finds Max, who's working at some kind of hatchery or something. Because it's, well, it's, it's, it's a, a fishing, fishing town. town. He's got a hook So in pretty there. much everybody yep. is, is working at some kind of hatchery. But yeah, he tells him, you know. Stay away from me or I'm going to fuck you up. And Max is like, I'll kick you in the dick. <laughs> but in the beginning, again, this is why it's such a flip-flop. He's like, in the beginning, <laughs> he gets there and he's like, oh, look, Max is kind of a badass still. And then he like roughs him up and he's like, oh, don't hurt me. Yeah. It like flips <laughs> back the other way. It's like a flip-flop. Anyways. Yeah. He has no idea what the fuck Barry's talking about. And like like Carlos said, he, he had an ice hook. Yep. And then it, once Barry leaves, all of a sudden you see the ice hook is gone. And then next thing you know, Max gets the ice hook, boom, straight up the jaw. And I didn't like that at all. Why not? What did he do? That's the thing. Nothing is what he did. This whole movie is the whole uh, motive for this killer is to get revenge on these four kids. Right. But he also kills all these innocent people for no reason. He kills random people. Yeah. And we'll get to more people he kills later. Yeah. Max, definitely. It's almost like he's just like this, trying to be like this notorious serial killer, like building a legacy or something. Like Leslie Vernon? Yeah. But there's really no rhyme or reason to it. Like, no, he, he like he he's out with a goal. Like he wants to kill these certain kids, but he's killing everyone else in the way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it wasn't like Max was stopping him, right? Hey, yeah. The only thing he was like, I'm gonna go to the cops. Maybe that's it. You know, maybe he overheard it because of course he's like everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> just in the closet going like, is he gonna say something? Hey, he talked about the cops. <laughs> well, it's like the only thing I can think of is like the killer wants 
people to know he means business. <laughs> well, it's like it's like they think it's Max. And so like the killer oh. wants to be like, no, no, it's not Max. See? You know what? Yeah. That would go with my theory of which this almost Michael Myers or any of those kind of characters, the sneakiness of this killer, mm-hmm. where he'll, he'll do funny things, be like, eh, look at this. Ooh, here's the crown. Ooh. <laughs> so that would go, hey, you thought it was this guy, but it's not. Yeah. Oh my god, I hate Zima. <laughs> yeah, it's Zima's really bad. I just want to remind you this was your idea. It's so funny. I <laughs> might be getting a headache like immediately after like one. But we have um, so many of them to get through. Moving on. <laughs> we will get through all of them. And then they're like, Ray's a fisherman. Maybe it's Ray. <laughs> and so they go and talk to Ray. And, and Ray's, and Ray's like, like, well, everyone's a fucking fisherman. Yeah, Ray's like, no, it's not me. <laughs> and then uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt, he, he tells her, you know, he's like, oh, I want you back. And she's like, no. no. <laughs> and then she runs away in overalls, which is just funny. <laughs> like just watching people run in overalls is, is hilarious. Because they look like children. Yeah. <laughs> Um. So yeah, Barry discovers a note in his locker that says it just says "I know." So the the killer is now writing shorthand. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it's he, like you, you know you know you know what I know. <laughs> We've been over this. It's the name of the movie. So I don't, I don't have time to write it all out. Like, <laughs> uh, and then he ends up trying to run Barry over in Barry's own car. Yeah, and he's he's sixteenth. Well, yeah, he, he doesn't like, attempt. He, he, he also hits him. Succeeds. He smashes him through a wall. But then he has a chance to just run him over and doesn't. Yeah, part of his trickery again. Yeah, so he's he's kind of cat and mousing him a little bit. Is this before, or after the crabs in the in the trunk? This is before. Okay. So yeah, then uh, Julie starts researching, and she comes across this guy named David Egan who died on the Fourth of July last year. She puts two and two together, realizes this is probably the guy. This is a, this is the guy we killed. This is or we thought we killed. It's the guy, and now now he's after us. He's my guy. Uh, so they go and visit his sister Missy, who is Anne Hache, and she says, you know, yeah, David died last year, but it was a suicide. He left a note, and she shows Julie the note, and it says, "I'll always remember last summer." I think it says, mm-hmm. and it's the same handwriting. And so she's like, this isn't a suicide note. This is a threat or whatever. And this is probably where I remember that I liked Anne Hayes a lot. Again, I was saying like, where has she, where was she after this movie? Because I feel like she's a good actress. Yeah. I mean, I she, wasn't she on TV for a while? I don't know. She was in the remake of Psycho. I think it was before this. Was it really? Was that lo- that long ago? I think so. But she says, you know. know. He, he, this he, isn't the Anne Hayes show. Yeah. <laughs> Carlos. Hey, that's my other podcast. <laughs> the H-Cast. <laughs> um, she says, you know, the only friend he had was this guy named Billy. And uh, so they're like, oh, maybe we better talk to this Billy. Maybe he knows something. Um, oh, Real quick, on the, I want to bring this up here. I think this like, comes up in the other movie we're going to talk about as well uh, in a different way. But I see a lot of the juxtaposition of rich and poor. Do you know what I mean? Because like True, yeah. they're going to the sticks now. They call it the sticks yeah. to see, you know, his sister or whatever like that. Like it's just this kind of switch uh, of of here's where we are and this is our whole like lifestyle. And this is oh, what's their what are they all about? They're not really saying anything about it. Mm-hmm. They're just kind of presenting it like that's the poor people, mm-hmm. True. and we're the rich, you know, people. And then maybe there's some animosity there because and Hayes is like, I don't trust you. I'm gonna wield my you knife, city folk. You city folk. <laughs> so that's there. But for no real purpose, I don't think. True. Yeah. Uh, so then that night, uh, Helen 
she wakes up and she finds all her hair is cut off for no real reason. Just she was always about her hair. She's, you know, she tells Julie, it's all about the do. And her sister even makes a comment about, Oh, you and your hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so now her hair is all chopped off and it says soon in the mirror. So even more shorthand. Yeah. It's just going to be like letters. <laughs> it's after. like summer. Yeah. <laughs> Remember? Question mark. <laughs> um, so yeah, then uh, Julie, she's driving along. She's driving along. She's driving along. And she hears something <laughs> something in her trunk. So she oh, goes yeah. and she opens it up. And there's Max's dead body wearing Barry's letterman jacket and covered in crabs. Again, very like set up, man. This person just putting in work. Yeah, uh, kind of like Michael Myers would do here and there. He's he's just fucking with him at this point. Yeah, but she she goes to Barry. Oh, by the way, also just cleans out that trunk. Yeah, like yeah. in a second, she goes to Barry and Helen and says, "Hey, Max's dead body is in my trunk," and they're like, "Shut the fuck up!" <laughs> and so she opens the trunk, and yeah, this not only is the body gone and all the crabs are gone. But this trunk is absolutely spotless. Yeah, it's perfectly clean. He did like a little Windex after and yeah. Yeah, no blood, no uh, no sand, no anything. No fishy smell. He might be magic. <laughs> he might be a magical they, killer. They kind of like, kind of seem to drop hints to make you think that there's something supernatural going on. Yeah. But then never really like follow up on that. No, no, no. Um. So fast forward to the Croker beauty pageant. Yep. Again, 4th of July. Uh, some 35-year-old woman is pretending to be a teenager singing a song. <laughs> she was an older woman. Yeah. Yeah, there's no way she was a year younger than uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar. They're like, we're, they're like, we're just going to give it to her. She's been here a lot. <laughs> this girl is like, she's not even that good of a singer. And Sarah Michelle Gellar, she's just sitting there. And she's like, wow. She's like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sarah Michelle Gellar has to sit on stage as the reigning queen and up in the balcony, she sees Barry get hooked. This scene was maddening to me. Why did every... Okay, yeah, that happens. And then she's like screaming. Yeah, she's like, oh my God, somebody help him. But then they all hold her. And everyone stops her. (laughs) What is that about? Almost like a zombie-esque thing. They're like, just hold, wait now here, honey. Hold on. And then this cop is like, all right, hang on. Let's let's go take a look. And this cop walks up to the balcony. Just kind of moseys up there. Looks left, looks right, and just goes, I don't see anything. Nope. (laughs) That's some, you are bad at your job, sir. That's some crack well, police work there, guy. Yeah, Barney Fife. <laughs> Don't worry. He gets, you know, he's okay. She actually um, calls him a Mayberry reject. Does she? <laughs> I miss that. I miss yeah, that, when she's in the When she's in the back of the cop car. Yeah, I just don't understand why the, everybody in the whole town decided to stop her from yeah. like going up there. <laughs> she's yeah. like, there's something happening. No, I just wait here. Yeah, I would get out of the way and let her go. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's me. It's like, you go ahead, crazy lady. <laughs> so the cop brings her somewhere. Uh, yeah, he, he takes her home. Yeah, right. But, but he doesn't. He, he's, well, he's on his way to take her home, and he sees this guy with a stalled car in an alley, and he's like, oh, fuck, I better go help this guy out. Because that's my job. Surprise, surprise. It's our killer. It's the hooker. <laughs> wow. Why haven't we been calling him that the whole time? <laughs> we should have. Well, like. Like, and he, he hooks him. As hooks far him. as like uh, like slasher movie legacy goes, I'm pretty sure he's just referred to as the fisherman. The fisherman. Yeah. Oh, okay. Which is lame. Yeah, it is lame. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna call him the hooker. <laughs> so he hooks the cop right up under the right up under the rib cage, guts him right good. Her breath. Breath is fucking rank. Yeah, it's bad. Um, 
And then Helen kicks out the window of the cop car, which I don't think you can do. Not nowadays. I mean, maybe back then in a small it town. It was the 90s, guys. That's true. And like Tony said, small town. So maybe they Back couldn't... then, you could kick it out and also an indie song would start playing <laughs> <laughs> from the 90s, like Blind Melon or something. <laughs> <laughs> it just as soon as you kick it out. She's just playing No Rain as she's yeah. running from the hooker. Yeah. In overalls, all of a sudden. <laughs> See, we can make the movie better. So he catches her, throws her into a pile of tires for some reason. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's so many tires. Yeah. It's like, I mean, maybe it's a tire yard, but it sure doesn't look like it. And no, it's an alley. Yeah. Uh, and of course, that's right when the parade is going by. So there's all the drummers drumming and pipers piping, lords leaping. Ladies dancing. And uh, no one can hear her scream in space. <laughs> so uh, Julie and Ray are the only ones left standing. Julie goes to find Ray on his boat, which is named... Billy Blue. Dun, dun, dun. Hold on one second, rewind, because what about the bitchy lady? She died. The bitchy lady. Sister. The sister. Oh, yeah, she died, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, that was that moment where I was like, wait, now he's just killing everybody. Yeah, Bridget Wilson just gets... She's just like, I'm going to lock this door or whatever, and boom, dead. I, was yeah, really... I, I like how uh, like, um, Helen runs into her store, into Elsa's store, and is like, you know, lock the door, go lock the back door. And it's these... Floor to ceiling, you know, boutique windows and a big glass door. I'm like, that is not going to fucking stop him. Yeah. He has a giant metal hook. <laughs> he can break all of those windows. Yeah. And maybe he should just to show you. Yeah. Just to fuck with you. Um, that's what he does now, apparently. <laughs> Kills innocent people and just. Yeah, just randomly. He has a chance to kill Helen in her sleep and he just cuts her hair instead. You know, when he kills Elsa uh, and, you know, all, she, all he does is like slash in front of her. And there's like a spatter of One blood spatter on there. One spatter of blood, yeah. yeah. Which is totally fucking lame. And I, I was reading that the director <sighs> actually didn't even want that in the movie. Like, he didn't want any blood. What? Like, that, like, they either rewrote or reshot that scene with Elsa. Um, and they also added in Max's death. That wasn't originally in the script. It, it like, shouldn't have been. It was like the only two gory parts. Yeah. Yeah, but that's the one I could have like been without because he didn't do anything. Yeah, neither of those deaths needed neither to happen. They, they well, made they, no sense. Yeah. They added it in because they uh, was it like the studio wanted there to be a more palpable <laughs> sense of danger to the main characters earlier on in the film. Because mm. you think about it, if Max didn't die. What would have happened? Yeah, <laughs> like I get that, but yeah, story wise, it didn't make any sense why he's killing innocent people. Yeah. Well, you know when you. Russia movie just to get money. Yeah. This is what you get. Yeah. So uh, Julie immediately suspects Ray because obviously he was the one that went to uh, the sister Missy's house. But then as she as she's running from Ray, some random dude just like clotheslines him. <laughs> that was so weird. And then he's like, get on the boat. And she's like, OK. OK. And yeah. I'm like, you are fucking dumb. <laughs> it's like, no. <laughs> After this whole thing, she's like, whatever you tell me, mister. Yeah, I don't know okay, who you are. random stranger. Yeah. You just hit this guy that I do know and actually like for a while and fucked. Yeah. And uh, I'll go on the boat because you told me to. Sure. Yeah. I'm mad at him right now. <laughs> <laughs> what would have happened if Julie, like, instead of getting on the boat, he's like, Yo, get on the boat, hurry. No. And, <laughs> and she just, just runs. Just walked away. <laughs> then it was in a battle between the, the Ray and that guy. Yeah. And the, I mean, like, the guy was like, shit. <laughs> 
Then I got to go throw on my <laughs> slicker and get my hook. <laughs> I didn't have a plan B. <laughs> I thought for sure you'd get on the boats. She gets on the boat and she, she does sees, get on the boat. She sees the whole deal. She learns about the. And she realizes that, uh, I guess she realized a while ago and we glazed over it. But the, uh, the David Egan character was actually the kid at the very beginning who killed himself. He was somehow tied to a car wreck with this guy's daughter. Mm-hmm. So this guy, whose ben. name doesn't matter. I think it's Ben. It's, it's Ben Willis. Ben Willis. Yeah. Um, and actually, Ben Willis is the one that killed David Egan. Yes. So he killed him, and the other guy didn't. He didn't commit suicide. No. But oh yeah, that's right. Because he was mad about him. his daughter being killed. Yeah, I think from he was the driving the accident. car or something. Yeah. 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 That's why he had the note that said, "I'll always remember." Mm-hmm. It's all about revenge. And so then there's this big epic battle on on the boat. Uh, Freddie Prince starts swinging from a rope like fucking Peter Pan. <laughs> it, you know what? And the music. I wrote this down. The music starts coming in like Pirates of the Caribbean music. It was so It's like cheesy. so corny action adventure swashbuckler time. Yeah. yeah. Have, have either of you ever been on a fishing boat? Uh, not no, a fishing I don't boat, think so. No. I, I mean, me neither. So I, I, I'm just <laughs> I thought it was something else that's going to happen there. So I can't confirm or deny that this is what the boats are actually like, but... I swear it was like she was running through a warehouse when she was down in the, in the bowels. Oh, there's of the so ship. much stuff down there. It's just so cavernous, and <laughs> there's always another place for her to, you know, to put ice to, on her tits because that <laughs> happened. Oh yeah, when she had to take off her shirt to use it for leverage to open the yeah. door, yeah. as one has to do, <laughs> so her shirt can get more wet. So we can see that she's in a white tank top. She wasn't blue. Was it blue? Blue. Ah, uh, throws, throws, baby throws off blue. my theory. During this combat action scene, where you want to call it Pirates of the Caribbean moment, uh, every time she said, Ray, he got punched. <laughs> <laughs> like she would be like, No, look out. And then he, that, she would look at, he would look at her and he would get punched. <laughs> so that did not work out every time. Maybe stop yelling his name. Yeah, I think it happened three times I counted. Then he comes sliding down that rope. I expected oh. him to go, Tellio. <laughs> <laughs> Real ridiculous. But so they end up. Ripping off the the hooker's hand via the hook, and then knocking his body into the water, which, as we all know, does nothing to him. After, right. Like right after he like he's got a, the hook to even bother looking for yep. him. Yeah, and the cops just like, yeah, I'm sure he'll turn up. Yeah, that's like definitely a wink and so, nod to the audience. If that was yeah. me, I'd be going getting some scuba gear and checking out that water. Yeah, make sure the fuckers. He dead. didn't go very far. You just saw where he fell. Yeah. yeah. The current couldn't take him that far. He's right there. Yeah. If you didn't find him, that means he probably got out of the water and is somewhere else now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, fa- fast forward to another year later. Julie is back in school in Boston wearing a towel. There you go. No towels? No towels. Towels. Womp womp. Uh, telling Ray that he's going to get to fuck her soon. Or ravage her. Yeah. She says, you can ravage me. I've had many girlfriends. None have said that. <laughs> None have ever said that. Do you that. wish they had, though? No, kind of not. It's weird. You can come ravage me. I would feel creepy doing that. <laughs> Ravaging is weird. Like I or, feel like in the moment, if she said ravage me, yes, maybe. That's yeah, okay. On the phone, like you can ravage me. Later. Yeah. They just go, okay. I guess. Later. <laughs> when I, I will do that. I know. Yeah, it's more of like a, an appointment. You know, like, I will, okay, 7 p.m. Ravaging. Ravage, ravage girlfriend. Ravage girlfriend at 7 <laughs> On the calendar. Look forward to it. But if it was Jennifer Love Hewitt, you'd be like, yes. I'd be like, on my way. <laughs> she could probably say it whenever. But um, also, right before that happened, though, uh, there was a quote. You, she could say, put it in my no-no hole, and you'd still do it. I'd be like, no-no. I don't know where that is, but I'd just open it up. <laughs> open up your no-no hole. 
Can that be the name of the episode? Uh, <laughs> that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be our preview right there. <laughs> open up your no no hole for the hooker. Um, no one gets me like you do. Oh god, that's what she says. This this no no no. It, they, they Ray this, says that to her. Yeah, they say it twice. Okay, and then she says to I him, understand, I understand your, your pain. pain. Get the Again, fuck out two of things here. that relationship people don't say. Emo kids. No one says that. No one says ravage me, and no one says I understand your pain. What garbage! <laughs> and then uh, all of a sudden, there's, there's steam fills up the um, a lot of steam. Yeah, it fills up the showers. I'd be concerned. It's like where did all the steam come from? <laughs> it's a weird amount of like fog, basically. And she sees I still know written on the window. And then Nightmare on Elm Street Crash. moment, Hooker comes flying through the window. Yep. End of movie. Yeah, like the ending, you know, I mean, it's pretty corny to just be like, okay, there's going to be another one with that moment. But by the way, there was two other movies. Yes, they both went straight to video. Okay. <laughs> I don't, I must but have seen one of them. Did the second one go straight to video? I think so. Was the second one Jennifer Love Hewitt? Yeah. Yeah. And Moesha. And Jack Black. Really? Jack Black with, with dreadlocks. Now I do want to see it, actually. It's bad. Freddie yeah. Prince Jr. was in it, too. Yep. Really? Later. Like, he came in later. Cause they, yeah, they I had to look because I was wondering if in the second one, Brandy played the black girl that's in this. Is it? It was the same. It's not. Oh, okay. Yeah, when I saw that the girl in this one, I was like, is that the same character that Brandy plays in the second one? <laughs> yeah, and then the third one had absolutely nothing to do with any of them. No. Hey, like Halloween. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I would say in general, like we said in the very beginning, if we're doing like a synopsis, yeah, let's, it let's, really felt like um, Scream and then just like a low budget version of it. It felt like they tried really hard to kind of like wink at the audience and be self-aware and do all those Scream things without making it super obvious like Scream did. Right. right. And it also, wasn't trying to be meta. It was just trying to be self-aware. Right. And, and it didn't work. Scream just created so many new things. So I feel like it created... Um, it was simple in its brilliance in the fact that like it was looking and talking about the tropes and so it was presenting them to the audience, that fourth wall kind of stuff. Right. You know? And this one was just like, no, it's just a scary movie. That's kind of like It just has all those tropes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so and we didn't care. And it had really bad lines and some, you know, stuff. Some very cliche stuff and yeah. oh yeah. So cliche. Yeah. Um yeah, I'm, like Scream, this just defined nineties horror. But like you know, the reason I could swear it was PG-13 was because uh, it was so teen-friendly. Yeah, all the all the death scenes are muted. There's not, like, a lot of gore. Yeah. So, yeah, for you to tell me that it's, a, it's an R movie, that's... Yeah, the R is weird. I could, I could have sworn when it came out it was PG-13. You know what? If it's R, let's have Jennifer Lo- Lo- Love Hewitt do the no towels. I mean, come yeah. on. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to do yeah, it, like you turn the into 80s. the skid. Like, the sh- 80s. It was a thing. The 80s were a grand time. It was the golden age of movies. If you golden age of boobies. There you go. I don't know. 80 boobs were weird. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, 80s boobs were different. <laughs> it's true. And 50s boobs were way different. Oh, yeah. What's up with that? What's, can we do a whole podcast on that? <laughs> Not now, but later, okay, definitely. But boobs have definitely changed. <laughs> oh, they definitely have. And I, I don't know why. I don't either. Uh, well, apparently, we're going to do this now. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> okay. I, I don't want to take it here. Unfortunately, I have to, though. But have dicks changed, too, then? Because boobs have definitely changed. I feel like if you watch a 70s porn versus a current day porn, there's definitely some Dicks difference. have changed, too? Dicks were, like, really gross looking back then. Well, I mean, well, I mean you had the, the bush from hell. Well, there's that. For, yeah. 
like dicks had sideburns in the 70s. I feel like dicks always looked sev- like like wet. Like they always looked wet and shiny. Maybe it was like oh. in wrestling. They just like oiled <laughs> them up sure. before they went in. <laughs> Maybe. And there was a lot more uncircumcised dicks, which, you know. Yeah, I don't I don't if, know if, why I don't want this to keep happening. It's a Doberman. Let it happen to you. Anyways, Carlos feels bad for opening I, this I'm door. I'm sorry for opening <laughs> this can of worms now. But the boobies have changed. Anyways. I, I would think it was maybe because of the bras, but I don't think I, well, I think the science science rules against that. Yeah. I the think, bras were cones. Science cone bras. Fake, fake news. <laughs> Everything is. Everything um, I don't agree with is fake news. Right. Yeah. Do we give a number to this? Yes. Oh, okay. Um you know, it, this movie it, I I hate it for what it did. More so than the movie itself. Like the movie itself, it's not bad. It's not particularly good. I feel like I remember liking it when it first came out. I definitely did, but that could possibly be because I just jerked off to it a lot. And we were from the nineties. Wow. <laughs> that was a lot of information. But also we are it was it was of our time period. And we talked about this on the show before when she's like, What are you waiting for? I'm like, Oh your boobs to pop out. <laughs> Them titties. <laughs> that is a weird thing that she would just do that, you know. It's definitely more like, come look at me. Yeah. That moment. Yeah. Yeah. Which we all did. I'm sure the director was like, no, stick out your chest and <laughs> She's put like, your Why? arms back. All right. And we'll do this again later after the cameras have stopped rolling. <laughs> oh, no. Cameras will be rolling. <laughs> Not these ones. <laughs> my own cameras. <laughs> uh, We're going to yeah. shoot this back at my apartment. <laughs> I think, like you said, I, I think at the time I was like, that's not bad. I mean, maybe in the 90s, I would have given this like an eight or nine even. I feel like. But this is not the 90s. No. And I would... I feel like I'm, my tastes have refined. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is dropped. I mean, even 20 years later, like yeah. I said, this movie's not terrible. It's, you know, it led into things like Valentine and Urban Legend and mm-hmm. all those other garbage teen slashers that tried to be self-aware but were just stupid and tropey. Well, also, I think what you said earlier is, is it true. It, it, it's almost like why I keep forgetting the names of the characters. They're all forgettable. They're all muted versions. They're nothing, yeah, they're all nothing standing out, you know? Jennifer, Jennifer Love Hewitt stands out because we're, like, looking at her, like, as guys. Well, yeah, and it's but, like, like, other than that, like, her character is just, like, nothing when, when, really. When you have these, like, you know, hot young actors, and I, I don't mean hot in, like, physical sense, but hot as in, you know, they were popular. Like you said, you just kept referring to Barry as Ryan because he's, he's, yeah. he's just Ryan Phillippe and, yep. and it's Freddie Prince Jr. And it's these, and it's these, you, and these people it. that you know as actors. And so it's hard to see them as their characters. Yeah. That's true. I don't think I had ever seen Nev Campbell ever before that. Oh, she was on Party of Five. Party of Five, yeah. yeah. But I don't think I watched that show. So but a bunch of people on Scream, I didn't really. Yeah, so you're just like, oh, it's Sydney. Yeah, exactly. Um, do I go first on the numbers? Or do you want to go? I, yeah, if we're ready for that. Oh. Did you have anything else to say, Tony? Tony? Uh, no, I think we're good. All right. I think I'm going to do... Fuck. Why did I even say this? Maybe <laughs> I'll go, I'll go n- after you. Um, I'll like, give it a six. Mm, I think I'm five. Yeah? I think I can't go above half. Yeah. You know? It's yeah, not I, better I totally understand that. that. Yeah. It's not I'm, better than that. I'm going to say five, too. Uh, it's, uh, it's just, yeah, right in the middle. Like, it's, yeah, no, I totally understand that. It's not I mean, it, terrible, it definitely could have but... used more gore. It, they could have, you know, and you saying that they added in the scenes of Max and Elsa's death later makes total sense because there's no reason for those scenes to be in there. Yeah. That's well, I think Elsa yeah. was I think Elsa was supposed to die, but they added in the blood. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just like we've said multiple times, it's it's a muted slasher film. It's muted characters. Yeah, muted, it's it's like a, it's like a family, fr- well, not family friendly, but like a teen friendly 
a horror film. Yeah. It's it's all the shit that's coming out now. This was the one of the first. Pretty much, yeah. It's it's P, it was PG thirteen horror before PG thirteen horror was a thing, and even mm. though it's not PG thirteen, it was it was still clearly like designed to be a much more theatrical friendly, much more mainstream horror movie. Yeah. This was not an R rated movie. Like it, any it, it, it didn't need to be. No. Yeah. 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 Um, it almost seemed like, you know, as opposed to today's standards where people are so trying so hard to not make rated R movies, this one like maybe added in a couple extra fucks so it could get <laughs> yeah, the R like, rating. Make sure you say fuck twice just so we can get that R rating. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, five because it's just um, forgettable. I mean, not forgettable because I think everybody remembers what they did last summer, but. Um, <laughs> um, not after a few Zimas. <laughs> but like tomorrow, I'm not going to remember any of these characters' names. Oh, yeah. It's Ryan Phillippe. I watched it this morning, and I'm going to forget it already. Um, I've forgotten it already, yeah. except the hooker. <laughs> anyway, so that's it. All right, moving on. Um, yeah, next movie we did uh, is a movie from... 2000... 2001? No. <laughs> 2005. Um, it's called 2001 Maniacs. Good golly, this movie. I have thoughts. Guys heading. Daytona Beach. My brother's got a beach house. Really? Where the hell are we? You took a shortcut, didn't you? Welcome to Pleasant Valley. What the hell kind of detour was that? Dude, I say we get the hell out of Dodge. Tell you what, you stay, we'll stay. Cool. Is this some hillbilly reality show type of thing? Hey, I'm digging it. This place is a trip. I think I could actually get used to this. Well, let's get this party started! I say to hell with Daytona. Hey, what kind of barbecue eating anyway? Rump roast. I can feel the fire now. Whoa, wait a sec. Your cousins? There's a simple explanation for all of this. But you don't get something for nothing. It'll all be over soon. I'm tired of guest starring on Hee Haw. Miss Peaches says y'all might be inclining to leave town. We don't take too well to rejection. We've been known to react harshly. Ramen <laughs> <laughs> speed! That you can't eat just one, Missy! Harper, honey, I mean, I think this might be taking it just a little too far. Frankly, Miss Pussy, I don't give a damn. As God is my witness, we will never, motherfucker, ever go hungry again! What the hell's your problem, boy? They barbecued them, they fucking ate our friends! Yeah! 
Oh boy. What a fun movie, right guys? Yeah, I'm that's so excited. the word for it. All right, so 2001 Maniacs. I accidentally wa- just watched a bunch of 10,000 Maniacs videos. I was going to say, I yeah. think that I do that 2001 wrong. 2001 Maniacs starring Natalie Merchant. It was really <laughs> relaxing. <laughs> um, like I said, 2005 movie directed by Tim Sullivan. Um, Remake of a movie from 1964 called 2000 Maniacs. Right. They added one more. Right. There's just one. And it was Billy. Extra guy. It was Uncle <laughs> Billy. <laughs> um. Silly old cat. Ugh. So Ugh. this starts out uh, at a college in Connecticut um, in uh, Professor Peter Stormare's class. Yeah, I didn't know he was in this. That There's guy a- was in Until Dawn, the video game. Was yes, he? he was. Yeah, and he was very good in that. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he's not a bad everything. actor. Yeah, he's great. He's especially good when he's playing... Not necessarily just a full blown comedic role, but when he's playing something mildly funny, that's when he's like really shines. He'll never be better than in, he was in Fargo, but well, no, but like uh, like in Bad Milo, hilarious. Oh fuck, I forgot he was in Bad he's Milo. So good, too. At that. he's in a lot of movies. Um, or Armageddon. Oh my god, I don't remember him. In Armageddon. Oh, he was the Russian cosmonaut. That's right. Oh, he was like, this goodness. is how he fixed things on the that's Russian right. space station, and he starts hitting it with a wrench. He's great. He's pretty good. Fabulous. Fabulous man. He has um, the best quote, too. I'll get to it when you're ready. <laughs> um, anyway, so it starts out in this cl- their class, or his class, and um, it's the last day before spring break, so everybody's pretty Woo-hoo! much checked out. Um, but he's conveniently teaching a lesson on the Civil War, which will come into play later on in the movie. Um, so, very convenient. Um, Almost like they wrote it that way. <laughs> By the way, this is where he does that quote, though, in that class. He goes, those who don't uh, learn from history are doomed to repeat it. Right. Which I think is a huge moment quote. Do you think? And I think we, well, almost for like the regular America right now that we live in. Sure, yeah. It's very topical now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we are the land of internment camps now. Well, let's not get into it. But, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He just says that, and you're like, and the kids are like, we don't care. It's co- It's party time. Yeah. By the way, is this shot on video? <laughs> it didn't really look like film. It's not HD, I'm pretty sure. Well, 2005, yeah. it was probably not film or HD. It was probably just There was digital. a couple of horror movies in our video store when I was growing up that were like camcorder. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> oh, they yeah. were shot on like a camcorder. Yeah. With that little line at the bottom. <laughs> this sure. just felt like weird quality. And I had, a, I had a good version of it, and it looked like bad. It looked I, I fine went, to me. I yeah. went for the... the I would, didn't spring for the HD version because I'm like, I'm not spending $3 on this. Well, there isn't even any real HD version, I don't think. I mean, on there? Google Play, there was there was SD and HD, and I just went with SD, so I don't know. I don't know. It looked weird, is all I'm saying. Fine. Oh, yeah. okay. I mean, I've got a 4K TV. Of course, I'm going to watch HD. Guys, I have like the best. I'm a perfect deal. <laughs> I have, I have many leather-bound books. <laughs> you could watch. You could watch this in UHD HDR. It still looks like you watch in UHF. Weird, in my opinion. <laughs> Should have watched UHF. Anyway, um, so I don't even remember these fuckers' names. It doesn't really matter. It does. The dudes. Um, yeah, just three. <clears throat> There's Anderson, Corey, Joey, and Cat. Oh my goodness, Joey. Does he go? Whoa. Cat. Joey was the woman. Oh, does she go? Whoa. <laughs> well, there were six people. No, they all die. I don't know. Three, three. Okay, Harper 
or Anderson. Eight. Anderson no, was no. the dude that was still stuck in the '90s, wearing the wife beater and had the frosted tips. Right. He was uh, Nico in Hellraiser uh, Judgment or whatever. No, not wow, Judgment. That's a deal. Was it? Yeah. Oh fuck! I didn't Sh- recognize him. The little shitty fat pinhead. Um, I think Ricky and Malcolm are the other two. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't. It really doesn't. It doesn't. They all die. It's <laughs> spoiler, spoiler alert. <laughs> Um, or do they keep listening? <laughs> Good save. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, they're all cutting out of college or at a, at a class for spring break. They're headed down to Daytona Beach. I like how from it, Connecticut. Who drives from Connecticut to Florida? No, no one. Yeah, no one does. That's, That's insane. Too long. Yeah, I like how Professor Stormare tells him he's like, you know, you got to redo your project by the end of spring break. Party's over. <laughs> Very next scene is them driving on the yeah, road. smash cut. <laughs> um, so they're f- flying down the road. They're driving along. They're, they're driving, driving along, along. and uh, suddenly, this big, big fucking blood splatter across their windshield. And they pull over, and there's a fucking armadillo sitting in dude's lap. And that's when um, a familiar face, Eli, Mister Eli Roth, yeah, yeah, playing the same character he did in Cabin Fever, yeah. Uh, oh. Apparently he was a producer on this, so that- yeah, yeah, I saw that. executive producer, something like that, probably. Yeah, but yeah, he was a good character in that. He, I mean, in this, he was like uh, had that. Was it kind of a? Oh, he had a dude voice. He had the dude voice in this. Oh yeah, and he had like the the weird, like surfer the- surfer bro goatee thing. Yeah, that thing. And he was, <laughs> was like so gross. Yeah, <laughs> like some like, like that piece that of was, shit hanging from his chin. That was part of how I realized it was the same character. Plus, yeah. he's, his dog's name was Doctor Mambo, and right. that's not a super common name for a dog. That's a great name for a dog, though. That's a pretty good name. <laughs> but yeah, when he said Doctor Anything, he said really. something about Doctor Mambo, and I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> he's like, where are you guys going, dude? Can I come along? <laughs> he's like, that was my arm. That was my arm. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. I was tracking it for a while. He said that. Um, what does that mean? So he's basically and why. So he was basically trying to scam a ride out of him because they're they're like, yeah, totally, get in the car. And he's like, all right, let me get my stuff. And then they bolt. Then he kind of stares at them, and uh, he picks up the armadillo and throws it the next car. Yeah, Yeah, that was a weird thing. I was thinking maybe like them doing that was like damning them for the whole movie. (laughs) Couldn't that be a fun thing? Like a little Easter egg? Be like, well, if they just would have been nice to that guy. (laughs) It could be. But he's like the executive producer, so they just fuck themselves. Well, in both movies, he's kind of like the harbinger of doom. Oh, well, there you go. So clearly this exists in the same cinematic universe as Cabin Fever. <laughs> right. Nice. Crossover. Um, so they're driving along and driving along, and they pull over into Travis Tritt's pit stop uh, and uh, gas up and get their windshield clean. But who's Travis Tritt? Why do he's I know that name? country singer okay. <laughs> who's in this for some fucking reason. When I saw that in the credits, my mind was like, was that the really ugly guy that was married to Julia Roberts? No, that was Lyle Lovett. That was Lyle Lovett. I knew it was an act. It was a. Um, when the letters are the same. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. But I don't know what the name is or the, the word. Anyway, um, so he's. Alliteration. Really, there you go. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Um, yes, I am right. <laughs> yes, Cuban B. <laughs> Uh, so, um, Tony, 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 what? (laughs) When Tales from the Hood 2 comes out, we're doing a Tales from the Hood episode. Oh, we're definitely doing a Tales from the Hood episode. I guess. (laughs) Um, anyway, so yeah, Travis Tritt, he's cleaning off their windshield very ominously. He's the guy that's cleaning their windshield. He's fat. 
All right. <laughs> Whatever. Um, he's one of many people in this who are just like, what the fuck is he doing in this? Yeah. Um, is he the guy who says, push, you'll be pushing, pushing up daisies. daisies by yeah. midnight? Yeah. 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 Um, so they're gassing up and up pulls this Mustang full of a trio of just very beautiful people. Um, this, Joey and Kat and bisexual guy. Yeah. There's a bisexual guy? Oh, he's very pretty. Wait. Well, I mean, he's... he's Oh, because later on there's a sex Later on he stuff. has... Yeah. yeah, he has gay sex, but in this scene... That he's, might just he's, be a ravage moment. Who knows? He's kissing Kat <laughs> in this scene, so... Yeah. But it, uh, by the way, this movie also feels like uh, a little bit of that kind of... Oh, uh, 100% does. Rich... Like white suburban area, oh for sure, and like country area, you know, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and so that's starting to show up right, right at the at the gas station, even. Yeah, yeah. So we've just got this these two trios of uh, white people ready to go party, party, party hard. Spring white break, pe- woohoo! White people style at spring break. Um, and uh, okay, okay. So yeah, um, the the nerdy guy, whatever the fuck his name is. He's like, hey, you guys, we're going to my uncle's beach house in Daytona Beach on the beach. Oh, you yeah. want to come? And they're like, I don't know, maybe. So the other guy, uh, Anderson? Doesn't matter. Anderson. We should just call it like, guy number one and guy number Anderson two. Anderson is, is Frosted Tips. The main I'll guy. I'll never remember. Anderson is the Frosted, Frosted Tips, Tips guy. Frosted Tips guy. Uh, writes, his, writes his phone number on Joey's, the, yes. the hot blonde Joey. Uh, stomach. By the way, no one does that either. No, that's no not something you do. No one writes numbers on people's stomachs. It and if you even happen. if you even attempted it, you'd have a sexual harassment. Yeah, it seems dangerous. she tells him to though. But she does, still. but it's still weird. Corey is the nerdy guy. Okay. No, I don't care. I, I, just, <laughs> I can't even pretend to care. Yeah. Um. So they write the write the number and like yeah, we're gonna go. You meet us there. We're we're having some fun later. Yeah. So they're they're driving along and driving along and they we're, hit this detour. Like, okay, okay. If we're not gonna remember their names, we should give them nicknames at least. Like we could have tips. And glasses. Stomach. We can call the girl Stomach. Well, her name is Joey. That's oh, easy okay. enough to remember. Joey and Cat. Pretty boy. Young boy. We <laughs> have a young boy. Um, yeah. We'll just kind of wing it. We'll make them up as we all want. Yeah. Um, so uh, the three dudes are driving, and um, they hit a detour in the road, which is like, why would you listen? Why would you follow that sign? It's like basically a slab of wood. With the word detour written on it, and with a backwards with the e. e's backwards, yeah. it's like it's like a fucking Looney Tunes cartoon. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I don't think this is a legitimate detour sign, but they go down. But the, not once do they think that. Yeah, they they go down. Anybody. <laughs> anyway, like b- despite the fact that this sign is extremely sketchy, they decide to go down the unmarked dirt road anyway, um, and they cross these. This uh, metal archway that reads Pleasant Valley, and they lead into this town that has been lost in time. Um, it's actually kind of a cool little town, though. Yeah. Like the houses and shit. Before everything else. Right. Before everything That's goes fucking sideways. Um, and uh, so they drive in, and these houses just look deserted. Like, there's, there's nobody there. The town looks like nobody's been there in a long time. And they pull up to this, what looks like kind of like a town square. And all of a sudden. Met my mayor, Freddy Krueger. Right. And all his town folk. And his Confederate flag eye patch. Right. Yeah. Um, and uh, they call it. Freddy Krueger says, welcome to Pleasant Valley's 
uh, guts and glory jubilee or something. Yeah. It's ca- the guts are in the name of it. <laughs> it's a little bit on the nose. It's like, what are you getting yeah. at here? We're gonna gut you later. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, and so. But then other people show up too. Remember? Yeah. Well, yeah. They're like these three guys are being welcomed by, you know, all these strange town people, townspeople, along with like these gorgeous fucking women that are just in this town, including Peaches and her fake tooth gap. Yeah, I don't know what that was about. <laughs> it's like why? Yeah. Peaches is a person I'm supposed to know, or just she was the girl that just wore like the bra bikini top thing. Okay. And, and had the fake gap in her teeth. Oh uh, right. Um. And then yeah, up behind them shortly after pulls the pulls up the black Mustang with the three other people in it. Because they saw the detour sign, supposedly. Yeah. And yeah. they're like, yeah, well, we gotta go where they were going. Oh, yeah, but, that makes sense. But it's like yeah. the only reason they got there in the first place is because they took a shortcut. Right. And hit this detour uh, on the shortcut. So it's like they all took the same shortcut. Apparently. Um Yeah, and then behind them is rolls up two more people. Yeah. The black guy and the Asian lady. Yeah. yeah. And I remember the black guy goes like, that was a hell of a detour. He's the first one to call it out. <laughs> He's like, man, where do we end up? And then Freddie Krueger's like, now me, I'm, I'm a white man, but if I were a black man and I took off my motorcycle helmet and this is the first thing I saw, be like, oh, hell no. <laughs> I know. I think <laughs> I gotta go. I'm going back the other way. I don't give a fuck where the other the road takes me. It's like, gotta be that, better than here. That motherfucker's wearing a Confederate flag over his eye. He really we is. Gotta he go. really is. I mean, in general, okay, here, let's just put it this way. This is why, I like, you know, no spoiler, I don't like this movie. But um, <laughs> in the very beginning, almost like what we said in another review, just this movie's over right now. This movie could be over right now. They all took the detour of the wrong, weird, you know, spelling. The wrong turn. Nice. And they see <laughs> this shit. Okay, I'll see you later. Yeah. Okay, we're going to go. I'm like, black, she's Asian. These white dudes probably can fit in maybe a little, but we're out of here, you know? But yeah, like, all... I, I can see the white people being like, especially the, the guys, you know, because they're all like, they see these beautiful women and they're like, all right, yeah, we're going to Yeah, but still, we're going to stay here for a little bit. They were going to go to Florida. Yeah, for spring break, where women walk around in bikinis all the time. All day. Yeah, this yeah, is like, a weird little village. You go to Daytona and you're just like, show me your boobs. And they're like, okay. <laughs> it's like, here are these beads that I found in the street. Show me your boobs. And I'll give them to you. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. It's just, it's my point is the rest of the thing that happens in this movie doesn't have need to have happened because I think it's the most unrealistic idea <laughs> that any of them would have stayed. And oh, yeah. like, I know we're being like, hokey horror movie. This is the main reason why I don't even like the movie because everything that happens as we go forward, you should leave. <laughs> you should be gone. Yeah. And like, there's, uh, you know, they get there and Anderson, who is basically the shot caller for the group, is like, oh, we're staying. But it'd be like, why? Yeah. What? What? No. We have plans. What was his reasoning? Did he give a reason why they're staying? Because there was, there, because there was hot there girls there. there. Oh, there's the girls. Yeah. Yeah. Fucks everybody up. And Peaches was basically just like, if you stay, I'll fuck you. Yeah. Right. And she doesn't actually fuck anyone. She doesn't no, fuck anybody. No. I don't think. Oh, sex does happen in this. Yeah. Keep Brief, going. Briefly. Um. And oh yeah, so yeah, are we? We're introduced to that little Billy guy right now, or Huckabilly? Huckleberry, yeah, Huckleberry, yeah. So basically, not only one, not just one group of people, but all three groups of people decide they're going to stay in this weird, fucked up backwoods town, 
including the black guy and the Asian woman. Yep. Dumb. And like the first words out of Freddy Krueger's mouth when they pull up into town, he's like, he like, like this hard gulp. He's like, my God, a Negro. A Negro. He says a Negro. And then you go, you yeah. leave. And then he's, well, the, that's my cue. The, yep. woman, the woman takes off her helmet and she's like, my God, and a Chinaman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, she's. And she's like, China she woman. Yeah. Thank you very much. It's like. She does not correct it the right way. <laughs> no. I'd be like, uh uh-uh. uh. You do not go, oh, that's China woman, please. No one says China woman. Chinese American. It's Asian American or Chinese American. Or Thank neither, you. Or neither. Or none of the things. Or how about my name is Leia? Yeah. I know. What's <laughs> my name? Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> or Leah. They say both, which was weird. They kept going back and forth. Did anybody else notice that? No. no. They went back and forth between dude, Leah and dude, Leah. I don't remember any of their names. The fact <laughs> you that think yeah. I noticed that? Yeah, that is not. I remember Peach. The same character. Like the her boyfriend, Malcolm. He mm-hmm. went back and forth between calling her Leah and Leah. Because <laughs> <laughs> the actor actually forgot. <laughs> yeah, apparently. You know, sometimes I switch from Kristen to Christine. And it's just to make her mad. Kristen to Christine to Kirsten. <laughs> um to Steven. I do want to say real quick that the Huckleberry guy, though, that they do introduce Huckleberry. Huckleberry. Can't you know the boys get anything right? Oh, the voice gives me sh- shivers. It gives me, what's that girl's name? Sh- something shivers. Helen Shivers. Helen Shivers' voice. Um, they fix that in post. His whole voice is fixed in post. Everybody had weird voices. I mean, th- yeah, later on they did some more stuff when, like, the mutant ability. Yeah, we'll get to it. But he, from the, from the get go, has like a higher voice in post. Like I, I edit. That's what they did. They edited his voice. Yeah, too. the the. For the, no, I don't know any what reason. The A and R seemed off. You've just at, determined or that, ADR. or you? That's how you read that somewhere. No, I mean I know it. Okay. The ADR like, seemed off enough at that, points. Yeah, the ADR is off. But on top of that, they on purposely just that one character made his voice high, a pitch higher. It's a pitch shift. Is that what it is? Yeah, and I have no idea why. To make him sound creepier. Anyways, sorry. Like, I could do a pitch shift right now on my voice. You could. We should do it for this. In, in post, I'm going to do it right now. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> and we talk like this, and then and then pitch shift it. It's Huckleberry. Why am I changing? I'm Huckleberry. It's Huckleberry, dumbass. Huckleberry, dumbass. Can't you Northern boys get nothing right? Dummies. Anyway. No, I can't get nothing right. I can get something right. <laughs> Speak English. Double negative. Alliteration. Uh, <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, like I said, all eight of these people have decided to stay in this weird fucking town um, for free food. That's part of it, too. Yeah, free. They all mentioned that. Oh, free food. Free food Fuck and yeah. lodging at, at Granny Boone. Boone. Granny Boone's. Played by Lynn Shea. Yeah. Another person is like, why is she in this? It's it's so funny to me how, like, Lynn Shea is, has been called the... the what, the godmother of horror or something mm-hmm. like that. But me, you and I, every time we see Lin Shay, we're like, <laughs> <laughs> we are going back to Kingpin of all movies. Uh, anyway, so they're, Pump they and dump. stay in the town and um, Anderson or Mr. Frosted Tips has kind of taken to the light or like Everybody in town's kind of taking oh, a liking Ma- to him because Ma- Mayor he's a- Kruger, yeah, he's like, that's a good southern name. Yeah, because he is originally from, what, North Carolina or South, South Carolina, Carolina and relocated to Connecticut for I mean, plus college. his name is Lee. Lee is the key there. Yeah. Right. Um, But everyone else is kind of on the outs. Just They're just dumb Yankees. Um, but Damn Yankees. Yeah, damn Yankees. That's literally uh, a great quote. That's around. that's the final line of the movie. Yeah. And then they play high enough. <laughs> I wish. By the way, I kind of wanted that to happen. <laughs> that yeah. would have been so good. Yeah. 
He literally paused it. Well, we're jumping ahead. Uh, Katie. With Katie is the name? Kitty? Cat. Cat? Yeah. Pussy. Yeah. Miss Pussy. <laughs> so she gets courted by Harper, or Mr. Harper. Giuseppe, quickly, Giuseppe, by the way. Giuseppe Andrews Giuseppe. From, from Cabin from Fever. Cabin Fever, yeah. Um, and he's supposed to be like the ladies' man of the town. Yeah. That dude's so fucking creepy looking. Yeah. Because Mayor Kruger, he's even like, let Harper have her because he she won't be able to resist him or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's creepy as looking as fuck. Yeah. And it works, by the way. At least he doesn't have that fucking mustache that he had in uh, <laughs> Cabin Fever. Um, but it's like on top of him just looking creepy already, his teeth are all yellow. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, somehow he manages to get uh, Cat all hard. Um, and yeah, like uh, Wait, women get hard? I'm confused. Uh, moist. Is that better? Okay, thank you. <laughs> moist. 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 And, you know, I mean, a little, little thing. No, I don't you know, need that. You know, we, we got it. Thing. We got it. We got it. <laughs> this is the grossest scene, by the way. The he whole. seriously, he's like, he like takes her just on like this tour of the town, and then she's just like, unzips his pants and shoves her hand in there. Yeah. Yeah. She's ready. And he's just, just like, absolutely. He's just musing about his parents meeting. And yeah. she just. <laughs> and she's like, give me that dick. Yeah. And he's just acting like it's not happening until he reaches his hand down her pants. Just to look at her, her tattoo on her ass. Right. Which, by the way, is a fat unicorn. <laughs> like, go back and watch that movie. It's a fat unicorn. <laughs> Not like, a, and she and he's like, "You like horses, huh?" Yeah. But it's a fat unicorn. <laughs> it's real weird. It's obviously drawn on because of the movie. But it's a oh yeah, all the tattoos. Fat un- hashtag fat unicorn. <laughs> Continue. Yeah, even uh, the, the the gay guy, um, whatever his name is, uh, he's got that I he's shitty or whatever that shitty arrow or spear. Yeah, there's like tattoo has on his arm. Arrows. It's like that was drawn on guys. If fine go, tip Sharpie. If you go give him $100 at Patreon, I'll get a tattoo of a fat unicorn on my ass. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I will there absolutely do that. There's the 100 Dude, that's a pretty good Patreon.com slash podcast. No more pictures of Taylor's balls. You get a tattoo. In it was honor. a fat unicorn. Was I not remember? I'm right. I, I don't, don't remember. I just remember. Rewind it and pause it. You'll see it's a fat unicorn. Anyway, so he does he knock her out? He brings her to the barn somehow, and they get ready to get busy. Yeah, the barn takes her for a ro- for a roll in the hay. Yeah, literally. <laughs> um, and then tied up. Yeah, and then I swear it's like she wakes up. No, he blindfolds her. But oh. does she not realize she's being tied up? Yeah, I think I she can... just thought it was a kink thing <sighs> in a barn. Eh, well, you know. Anyway, but what's really happening is she's being drawn and quartered. Yeah, yeah. Because she wakes up to each of her limbs being tied to a, a separate horse, and. Uh, What's no his face? Harper, he says, you know, all you Yankees think we country folks are so dumb and we're blah, 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 and cracks a whip and all the horses start taking off and pull Back. her apart. Problem Gross. I have with this scene, they do it one by one. Mm-hmm. The last horse would just drag her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't rip her leg off. Yeah. Um, and she starts... I like, that's the thing. That's the thing you went to. <laughs> what bothered like, me? This is the oh, technically thing ever. speaking. Yeah, technically it's the horse with uh, the gravity of the... <laughs> What I thought was dumb is that she started spitting up blood. Yeah, that doesn't make sense at the end. At no. the end, I think at the end, she goes, bloop, blood out of her mouth. <laughs> yeah. But it's like she had no like internal injuries. She Her limbs were just being ripped off. Yeah. There's nothing that would cause her to spit up blood. She would just pass out. Right. Yeah. Or, you know, like bleed out and die. Yeah. Uh, in fact, there would be too much blood coming out of her limbs to spit up blood. Anyway. She did. This is gross. I, you know, you know me and gross. I, I come on a horror podcast, so I'm like, guys, I don't like blood. All right? this, this was pretty gross. It's pretty like gross, it. guys. But it, it, it's like it's one, of watch. The, it's one of those things where it, when it's gross for no reason, <clears throat> like if there's like 
I've seen tons of movies where like the the gross thing happens, you're like, oh, that's so cool because it was like justice, or oh, that was so cool because like that character deserved it or something. <laughs> they just like, oh, this girl kind of likes him and she went and fall for his charms, or whatever. But no, this is how it's to show, I guess, how dark this town is that they'll do something so fucking fucked she up. She got it because she's a whore, because she's a yank. Well, like, is that it, a that's Jezebel. a real problem. Yeah. Anyways, gross to me. I didn't. I kind of fast forward it. <laughs> Um. Anyway, so we go back to the other kids in the town, and they are just kind of going about their business. And Anderson's hooking up with Joey and the the, um, the two bikers. They're fucking, Malcolm and Leah. Yeah, they're having weird like BDSM sex. Yeah, they're like everybody's getting down in this. Oh yeah, they're this like part, yeah whipping each other and kicking each other, wearing their bike helmets, and then they get down and uh. Just everybody's... And then, like, Corey goes to have a three-way with the two girls, but they yeah. end up just fucking, fucking each other. Each other yeah. yeah, that happens again later, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. And he's just like, fuck this. <laughs> no, actually, he, t- he gets told to leave. Oh, and around that same time, there's a dude humping a pillow. Right. Yeah. Uh, the and other- they do, like, a pan, so you're like, is he really with somebody? No, he's not. The other guy, whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah, and by the way, that other guy, um, no one knows that. Fucks a pillow? No. I mean... Was unless fucking, I'm missing something. Was he actually fucking a pillow? Or was he yes. Just fucking the bed. Yeah, I mean, unless he cut a hole in the mattress or something. Oh wait, did you guys see Big Mouth? It's a TV show. We fuck, of course, we, we saw fucking Big love Big Mouth. I love Big Mouth, and in Big Mouth, he fucks a pillow. That's true. <laughs> well, technically, he fucks the, the bags of soup inside the pillow. Right, the lady mouth <laughs> pillow thing. But that's the only. Oh my thing god, that show's so good. <laughs> that show is so good. Uh, anybody who's listening, go watch that show. Uh, yeah, show. For season two. This, but, um, show. Cotton Candy, Brandy, Party Wolf. Ow! I'll tell you what, though. I don't think people really knew that. I don't. Well, I don't know. Maybe. Well, you know what? Not- write, write into the Great Plot Podcast <laughs> and tell us if you have humped a pillow. Go to greatplotpodcast.com. Leave a comment on this post telling us whether or not you have it, have or have not fucked a pillow. If I really f- think that... Uh, if you fucked a pillow, know. we'll send you a magnet. <laughs> why not? Why, why wouldn't we send them a pillow? <laughs> I think that's more ass. We don't have pillows. Oh, right, right. We Great have... Plot Podcast pillows coming only if you hump them. <laughs> With a donation of $20. <laughs> and this review is done. Go um, watch Big Mouth instead. <laughs> no, the, the the milkmaid comes along. Yeah. And is like, yoo-hoo. Oh, this is that scene. So, yeah. yeah. You know, the great thing about this movie is except for one person or one one character, every female's boobs that you'd want to see... You see them. Like an 80s film. Yeah. And that's and great. And almost all at once. Yeah. Like there's like a smash cut of tits. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. <laughs> How many times are you going to say that in this episode? Have you said smash that more cut? than once? Smash cut no, tits? No, I appreciate that. Oh. <laughs> Have I said it more than once? You said it like four times already. <laughs> oh, well. I appreciate you telling me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she makes him suck on some acid or something. I don't know yeah. what that was even about. She said it was moonshine. And uh, I mean, it could have been. That shit's volatile. <laughs> I don't think it'll m- literally melt a hole in your chest. No, though. probably not. Uh, that's what this does. Yeah. But so basically, people are just getting picked off one at a time. You're not really sure why, aside from these 2001 maniacs. Oh, he said it. Are crazy. Um. And uh, yeah, kind of everyone. It, it, it gets down to the point where everyone's dead except for. Uh, Anderson and Joey. Joey. Um, some kills are creative, some aren't. Uh, oh, the Bell death. The Bell death. Bell was like a pretty bell good. Bell pretty good. Bell pretty yeah, good. Drops on her. 
I wish they showed more of the guy getting crushed by the the uh, the mill. Yeah, that was good. Ooh, the eye pop. The eye pop was, was good though. Yeah, that, that was good. I just eye pop was very greasy strangler. <laughs> Before that, by the way, that black guy said um, like hee haw or something. He like actually finally insulted them. Yeah. After the, all this time, again, many people had to die first, and he's like, <laughs> "All right, listen, you guys are country bumpkins or something." <laughs> and then, and then Freddy Krueger's like, "Don't you disrespect us?" You know. Yeah. But that's it. Didn't matter because he's got, he got the eye pops. And then. Uh, the gay guy or bisexual guy gets a spear up the ass. Yeah. All the way through. All the way through. He gets like, uh, what's the word? Put on a spit. That's, that's yeah. That's not a word. It's a phrase. He gets spit roasted. Yeah. At some point, I think it, they, someone says, and I wrote this down as a quote, there must be an exclamation explanation for all this. <laughs> like they do it. Like after many people have died, they're yeah. like. You yeah. know what? It's probably just he's probably somewhere else. I feel like people show very little concern for the fact that their friends are just disappearing. Right, one disappearing. By one. Yeah, yeah. It's like you know, one person. It's like okay, yeah, they're probably off doing their own thing. Then two people, maybe it's like okay, well, yeah, because at first they said that Cat and uh, the other guy, yeah, they that they went off and they were hooking up, right? Just because Giuseppe was like, yeah, he came and stole her from me. Yeah, just fucking all over the woods. Fucking all over the woods. <laughs> Here's the other thing that's interesting is that not, it's not really interesting. It's more like um, unbelievable. Is that be besides all the death things, death scenes happening and weird kind of sex scenes, they're, then they're like just like, hey, come play horseshoes with us, or hey, like let's make that girl all pretty and she'll be like one of us. They're kind of like trying to assimilate them in the village. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then hang out with them, but then they're also murdering them. But it's like the way they play horseshoes. It's their. Uh like spiked, mm-hmm. yeah, and they have to throw him into what does he say? It's a, a marmot or something? A mink, a mink, yeah, it's yeah. Called but gapping the mink, yeah, which apparently but is where actu- horseshoes came from. It's actually his friends' heads. Yeah, yeah it's gross. Yeah, um, now, they're fucking with him. Did Did anybody bother researching whether or not that's a real thing? Nope. No. Okay. No. Me neither. <laughs> Why would we do research? <laughs> Also, what do you uh, think we are, professionals? To the metal teeth. Did I mention lady? we're consummate professionals? To the metal teeth the lady metal show up. The metal teeth. What the fuck what was up with, going that? with that? All of a sudden, she turns into Jaws from James Bond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was wearing them for the rest of the movie. Yep. That's and she's it. just like growling like a fucking monster. Okay, so we, for people who haven't seen it, this girl Peaches, we were talking about earlier, she's about to go down on glasses and she's like, hang on one second. And he's like, what are you doing? Putting in a retainer? <laughs> Did he say that? Something like that. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah, what he yeah. said. She's like, what are you doing? Putting in your retainer, baby? While he's fucking around on his phone. What a douchebag. <laughs> yeah, texting his friends who are in Panama. Yeah. Or Daytona. Daytona. Yeah, and she's... Probably having a better time. Yeah, oh, he's yeah. like, Daytona's awesome. Where are you? <laughs> but yeah, she's like, yeah, something like that. And then all of a sudden, turns around and she has these giant metal spiked teeth in. Like, they look like they're made of like screws or something. Just yeah. Just like all this jagged metal. And then, wasn't she the one who also had the green veins? Or- yeah. Yeah. Because at some point it starts going like, oh, supernatural stuff's happening. Green veins. Yeah, there's green veins that show yeah, up in someone's face. Yeah, when she first chased face. Joey away and all of a sudden these veins like show up and pop up in her face. Yeah. I did not catch that. Um, I think that that's, you know, there's a big twist coming that we'll get to in a second. And yeah, that, that, that's, that was your first clue. Was yeah, all of a sudden like, these veins oh, pop out of her face. And you're, yeah, I was kind of like, are they like zombies or something? Yeah. Like, what is... And then you got metal teeth. The metal teeth was just bizarre. I don't understand what the point of that was. But yeah, she just like ravages this dude's dick. Yeah. And then I think the other supernatural thing is obviously we're pretty much already there. Is uh, I'm just going to call him Robert England. <laughs> His eye patch gets pulled away at some point. Yeah, we're jumping and, huge sections here, but uh, tips, tips, and Joey 
are the only ones left standing. Okay. And you, you find out that they're they're eating everybody. Yes. This this big guts and glory festival or jubilee is all an excuse to get these people here to barbecue them and eat them. Yep. And so you you know, they tell tips, they're like, We'll save you if you kill the girl. And <laughs> you know, he's he's like, Yeah, sure, of course I'll do that. And then just, you know, fights back. <laughs> like everyone expected. But yeah, and then he he rips <laughs> he rips the mayor's eye patch off, and there's a giant CGI hole in his face. And maggots come out. And maggots fall so out of his head. So many magnets. Yeah. Magnets. <laughs> maggots. Great plot podcast magnets just start falling out of his face. <laughs> or pillows. <laughs> Small pillows. <laughs> Throw pillows. Dirty pillows. Yeah, a um, lot of a lot of maggots. And you're like, yeah, this is a supernatural uh, scene. What's happening? But see, I wasn't. I was I like, didn't... that doesn't make any sense. It's like, why why does he have a single magnet? Magnet. He's got, he has no magnets. <laughs> maggot. Why does he have a single maggot in his eye socket, let, let alone, alone many. hundreds of them? Uh, well, and and he's just, just like... <laughs> he's just, like, get him out of there. They're just dumping out all over all Anderson's over, face. Yeah. But yeah, he definitely like like essentially kind of lets them go. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's a weird scene. And, and like, until you, you figure out at the very end, which we'll get to shortly. Yeah. Like at the beginning of this festival, when the, the the barbecue like really kind of starts to kick off, everyone just looks like hell. Like you know, all these gorgeous women, um, they're just like all pale and they got like hollowed out eyes and they mm-hmm. just look like death. gaunt and yeah. Um, and everyone in town looks like this after you know everybody looked so clean and and pleasant. Um, pleasant pun intended. Ah, Pleasantville Valley. Oh. Pleasantville is a different though. thing. Pleasantville is a movie. With Tell me why, Carter, yeah. Where are you at? Um, I'm here. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Tony McGuire. Thanks. I talk like this. <laughs> I'll, I'll be here for the rest of the show. It's another pitch shift. Don't worry. It's all <laughs> yeah. It's okay. It's all editing. Um, uh, yeah, that's what he sounds like in real life. They pitch shift <laughs> him in the movies. <laughs> no, to make pitch him sound shift is higher than this. Yeah. So. I'm going to stay here instead of Carlos for the rest of the show, just <laughs> yeah. so you know. Yeah, basically, Anderson kind of wrestles uh, the mayor to the ground and threatens to stab him in the eye, in his good eye. He says a quote, you'll be whistling Dixie out of your eye hole. That doesn't make Got any him. sense. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Oh, and at this part, this guy grabs Anderson from behind and he, <sighs> while, you know, the mayor's monologuing. And it's fucking Kane Hodder. Yeah, for some reason. He just shows up out of nowhere oh, for that's three the Jason seconds. Guy? Yeah. Yeah. And you never see him again. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. Oh, that's the Jason guy? <laughs> oh, weird. This is literally the only scene he's in. No. It's like they could only get him for a day. <laughs> but why? <laughs> yeah. He doesn't even have any lines. I mean, you know, I guess as Jason, he doesn't have lines, but still. Anyway, so what a waste of Kane Hodder's time. He's got the fork to uh, Mayor's eye, and he says, "You let us go now." And he's like, "Okay." And he says, "Yeah." He just like he gives up real easily. Yeah, yeah. it's like no. It's like you're <laughs> you have an entire town of people to back you up. Yeah, it's like if you don't get off of me, there are about a dozen guys here that are gonna kick the shit out of you. <laughs> yeah, and some then, might say two thousand and one. Um, I mean, some might say 2001. Sorry. All right, Toby, get the fuck out of here. Okay, I'll go. Bye. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, he says, okay, well, you know, on my honor, I'll let you go. So they, but the only way out is, is on this ramp. It, it's <laughs> yeah. this evil Knievel <laughs> so escape. Stupid. 
Yeah, it's like this picket cable how, yeah. that collapsed on one end. And so they hop on Malcolm. Yeah. Malcolm's motorcycle. And they just make this jump off this table over it's, this ring of fire. It's so hilarious because England is like, the only way out is this way. Like, yeah, it's this I know. impossible it's fucking thing. <laughs> It's like, well, just and they're just like matadors as he goes by. <laughs> it's just the fire is the only danger there. It's yeah. Like it's just, it's, a, it's ramp just a ramp and there's a little bit of fire. It's like, all right, Can well, you handle that? let me we find a blanket. I'm going to put this fire out and just, just stomp it they out. They jump so. it easily. But I wouldn't do that. I, would, I wouldn't jump a bike. <laughs> like, I've never, like, I've never ridden a motorcycle before. I'm not going to do that. It's insane. <laughs> I'll break a limb and then they'll eat me. I'll, I'll never leave this place. <laughs> I'm going to put the fire out and I'm going to go th- through it. Well, they because, they do it anyway. Yes, but he does jump. Yeah, they're in. not wusses. <laughs> you know, presumably he, uh, Anderson's never ridden a bike before, but he knows how to start one. You don't know, right? That. Up, uh, I said presumably. I'm presuming. When you <coughs> presume, you make a press out of you and me. <coughs> Shut up! <laughs> Wait, a press is that a bad thing? Just, He's just saying okay. things. Just, just words. Just diarrhea. It's a Zima talking <laughs> at this point. <laughs> just diarrhea coming out of his mouth. You're pretty. Uh-oh. Hey guys, Taylor needs another I'm drink. Back. Everyone. Hey, there can you go, throw, buddy. Can you throw me a Toby McGuire another Zima? Yeah. Thanks, man. There you go. I hope Toby McGuire never listens to this podcast <laughs> and hears himself. It's okay. Nobody listens to this podcast. Why yeah. was I looking for a bottle opener? I don't even for listen the to the show anymore. Um, okay, this is the ending. Yeah. So they. Come flying into right town, out into the sunset, uh, and they bust into the sheriff's <laughs> office. And they said, "Oh my God, we're gonna go to Pleasant Valley. There's people out there trying to eat us. There's two thousand one maniacs, <laughs> and um, we counted. And there's ten thousand over an MTV. And this cops or the sheriff is like, Pleasant Valley, huh? Okay, I think you and I need to take a ride. At that point, I thought he's like gonna kill them. So did I, I did too. Yeah, I was like, oh well, they're they're dead now. But so they go riding into, you know, past the, the big archway and into a cemetery. The town is nowhere to be found. It's just a big opening with this old, tired cemetery that looks like it hasn't been visited in a hundred years. Um, and the sheriff is suddenly mad. Like, like these kids forced him to come out there. He, he says, yeah, I ought to kick your ass for making you, for making me come out here. It's like, dude. I didn't make you. You told you us told to come us out, to yeah. out there. Yeah. You said we need to go for a ride. Yeah, yeah. But he's like, Pleasant Valley is a goddamn cemetery. Has been for over a hundred years. It's a classic Twilight Zone ending. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like, but yeah. way late. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I could have yeah. done with like none of this movie, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like maybe five minutes of it. Like Twilight Zones, by the way, were about ten to fifteen minutes or something. Sometimes twenty. Is that right? I think maybe 20 is the longest. And then you get to this kind of moment. Yeah. But you only have like, you know, 10, 15 minutes to lead up to it. And you're like, damn, that's the twist? <laughs> what? Because I'll tell you what, I did the Joey, whoa, at the at this <laughs> twist. And I was actually like, well, damn, that's pretty good. Because <laughs> the most time I was just going like, why are they making me watch this movie? <laughs> Fuck those dudes in the Great Pop Podcast. This thing's shit. And then I go, oh, that's pretty good. So I give, like, the only points that I give this movie is coming from this twist. That's pretty cool of a twist. Yeah. Maybe I like twists more than well, you guys I mean, do. you come to find out that there was 2001 people that were killed during go. the Civil War in this village. And apparently... By I've, Yankee aggressors. Yeah. God damn it. So apparently every year they, they come back and they, they their goal is an eye for an eye. They want to kill 2001 people. 
apparently. So well, I wonder how many they've killed so far. Yeah, you have no idea. Of no idea. Yeah. It's, uh, they have to kill 2,001 people to finally rest. To be at rest. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, as, as opposed to the original 2,000 Maniacs, they came back every centennial, so every centennial for their town. So every hundred years. Mm. Um, but without this twist, it's like just even, like, oh, go ahead. Sorry, even as, as they're leaving, uh, the, the mayor is like, ah, for an eye. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and the South Arise Again, they say a lot. Oh, they say that a lot. Yeah. Oh, that song. Oh, the, the two, we didn't even mention the, the two guitarist guys who were like, oh, that scene was around. awesome. Fucking minstrels. That was actually really funny. The part where they're following the black guy around, he's just like, oh my God, ZZ Top. <laughs> there is definitely like, okay, I don't want to say this delicately. The boy wants his bitch. The boy <laughs> like, wants his bitch. There's like zero 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 point five percent of get out in this. Right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. And the fact that like, oh yeah, now there's a black dude all of a sudden and he's like, I gotta get out of here. You know? And <laughs> then those guitarist guys were awesome. There there are black people in this movie that aren't like aside from Malcolm. Oh yeah, the other guy who reminds but, me of Get Out too. But they're like basically like house slaves. They're fine with it. That one guy yeah. I thought was Michael Clark Duncan at first. No, he's from Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, I realized that later. Whoa. Like when I first heard his voice, I thought I was Michael Clark Duncan. Yeah, he sounds a lot like a lot like him. A lot, a lot, a lot. Um. Anyway, so so Tips and Joey go riding off into the sunset. Yeah, like they're standing there, and there's this. This this, this is like a legit cemetery that it, that clearly exists in the world, but there's this very poorly done. <laughs> plaster head of uh, Freddy Krueger, oh, yeah. yeah, Robert England, um, sitting on top of one of the headstones. Um, and while they're looking at it and reading the epitaph, this sheriff just goes peeling out in his truck. And it's like, at that point, you're like, what's going on here? But he just leaves. He's just, yeah. he's, he's upset. He has to he's be He's just there. done with the shit. Um, and so, yeah. This is the third time it's happened this week. <laughs> Got T- me out here. Tips and Blondie. Uh, Hop back on the bike and go riding off into the sunset until they drive very quickly past a line of barbed wire in the middle of the road. Which can't do what it does, but continue. <laughs> Could it? If the no. gravity, if the gravity, to go back to Taylor's. Technically speaking. Actually, technically speaking. It would have knocked them off the bike. It would yeah, have cut their heads They would have hurt themselves and been cut pretty badly and fallen off the bike and the bike would have stopped. They wouldn't have went through it at the speed of light. Yeah. And then got sliced. No, it's impossible. He's, he's right. I've okay. done the math. I mean, okay. Don't make <laughs> that face. He's right. Uh, whatever. I've listeners. seen his notes. Look at this. Look, Look at I have many there notes in front of me. They are all math <laughs> about the barbed wire. They uh, slice. They they go through a barbed wire and then then they they stop the bike. Which even if even if the wire could cut through them, they'd just be dead. Right, and it would have yeah, cut them back there at the at the point of cutting yeah they wouldn't they the bike would have just kept going yeah they wouldn't be cognizant enough to stop let go of the throttle they're like wait what happened to us <laughs> it's like hold on hold on anyways <laughs> suspension of disbelief for movies yes. sake. uh they stop the bike and these red lines appear through anderson's neck and through the middle of joey's head uh and then huckleberry finn shows up yeah and huckleberry huckleberry with a high voice Anderson's head falls off, and then yeah, his Huck- heads are falling off. <laughs> Hucklebilly comes and uh, picks up the heads. Well, Wait, like, he hits him off first. Yeah, Joey's is oh, still that's stuck right. on, so he comes up and 
launches a. Oh, he sh- does a Bart Simpson. Yeah, <laughs> as um um a shot put. slingshot slingshot. Yeah, uh, hits hits Joey in the head, and the top of her head slides off on the ground. He comes and picks it up, and, and he says, says "Looks line. right at the camera." He's like, "Damn Yankees!" Oh, that's Can what I was gonna say. Yeah, and then that was place. I was gonna say this earlier when I was talking about Get Out. Like, if the if this movie didn't have that twist at the end, which is like, oh, they were like wronged by some, you know, the North essentially. Um, not wronged necessarily. Well, we don't know what happened. Well, then, they but were like some sort of slavery. Right? No, no. I'm saying like some crazy people. Some we don't know what happened. But obviously, some soldiers went and killed the whole town. Supposedly, that's the story. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? So that would be cool, anyhow. No matter what, North versus South. But without that kind of like weird twist at the end, it's like so fucked up, like, you know, real close to racist, weird, you know, Southern shit. Yeah. But because of that magical thing at the end, like, no, they're ghosts. (laughs) And it's not really anything. And they're not just awful people being like racist and killing people and eating them. They're just coming back to do an eye for an eye. It's like somehow not as bad. Does that make yeah, sense? Like they tried to save it. Yeah, and but but it's, even to me, who thought this movie was garbage, uh, <laughs> spoiler, like I go, uh, you know, I'll give it that. They're, they're ghosts. It's ghosts, not. It's go- not as ghosts bad. are unpredictable. Well, it's, for some reason, it's not as bad. <laughs> you can't fault ghosts. It's I mean, their Ty- nature. Tyler's been here the whole time as a ghost, and <laughs> we can't fault him. Uh, yeah, yeah. And so Huckleberry picks up the heads and. Walks oh, off into the distance. And then just disappears. disappears. Wait, wait. Yeah, so that's the fucked up thing. He disappears, but the heads disappear heads too. Heads with him. Yeah. So yeah. that, i done the math again. <laughs> just like the barbed wire, not possible. Mm, that doesn't check out. It doesn't check out. Because <laughs> they were there first. Maybe They are corporeal. They're dead now, though. Yes. So maybe they're ghosts. No, they mm. went to the portal. Yeah, they're, the they're ghost world. heads now. So the bike's still there. Yeah. Yeah. Where's where uh, race dance when we need them? Maybe the, man. Maybe it's a ghost bike as well. I don't know. This score is like low ghost. for me. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler. I want you guys to go first. So I'm very curious what you scored this. Taylor, I, th- I thought it was pretty fun. <laughs> fun is what you said. I, that is what I say. I, by the way, I thought we were going to disagree more during the description of it, but we didn't really. It's just um, you thought you liked it more. I guess that's all. I thought it was fun. Yeah. Fun number wise. Fun. Um. Six. Mm-hmm. All right. I mean, it's it's above. I know you did last summer. Do you want to go first, or should I? Wait a minute. It's above. I know you did last summer. No, I gave uh, I gave summer six. So oh, so I it's gave the both same. Six, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's a different kind of movie, obviously, but I don't know. I, I had fun with it. Mm. Okay, Tony, you go. Okay. I mean, aside from all its faults, I didn't like have a lot, a big problem with it. It was kind of it kind of hit all the points that I wanted, like. Wait, you wanted a Confederate Rise Again horror <laughs> no, no, no. movie? Like I'm I wanted, confused. I wanted. I mean, it's it's schlocky. Yeah, it's I, goofy. Sh- it's schlocky plot, which I fully expected. Uh, lots of violence, um, in in you know in gore. Uh, plenty of nudity, which is always a plus, um, and <laughs> I really appreciate. <laughs> um, and. Uh, yeah, just like a lot of death and destruction. That's what I want from also, a movie I mean, like this. Speaking of nudity, there's even a little neck for the ladies. <laughs> that was so gross. Neck? What are you talking about? Neck. Like the base of the I've shaft. I've never heard of that <laughs> called that ever. Has that been named on this podcast? Are you just came up with that? No, that, that's okay. a thing. It's like, bro. I'm not going to look that up. Pull it up like <laughs> half an inch. 
Yeah, he just has his shorts down like just enough. Is right after you're fucking the bed or pillow, whatever yeah. it was. Oh, okay. Um, gross. Yeah, that's a minus point for me. And you can see his manscaped pubes. It's just <laughs> these are all negatives. That that was a negative. Okay, but um, overall, you're giving I'm just this saying, a high if you're number. Talk about nudity. You got to just mention that. It's you know, fine. No, it's a little something for the ladies. Equal opportunity. But. No, I mean like the acting wasn't too bad. I mean there were people that were definitely weaker than others. I am but. so afraid of your number right now. Oh, I feel it's, like it's no, above no, no, no. six. Oh, it is. I mean, like, what is it? Oh my goodness. I'm... Here's the thing, though. Before you say I'm, your number, okay? Because I, I agree with you guys, and I understand like the schlocky horror, and you just like like it for that. That's cool. But like, it's incoherent. This movie like doesn't. Nah. Make... Really? Ah. Uh, uh. <laughs> oh, but that's oh, you're saying nah is like that's okay. I mean, is that what you mean? We're, we're dumb, like we're we're fucking we're we're idiots. <laughs> so like, if a movie we, makes us think and it's like, oh, you guys didn't get it, you're like, yeah, I fucking didn't. <laughs> I I like lowbrow horror. That's, yeah, that's why okay. I got into this. Hmm. Okay, I just feel like for lowbrow, it's lowbrow. But continue. <laughs> um, no, it, that's it, my quote by the way. For lowbrow, lowbrow, it's lowbrow. Low <laughs> yeah, but yeah, as as far as um. Just like dumb schlocky horror, it just it hit all those marks. All right, um, and uh, I didn't have a problem with so. UBU. What's your what's your? I mean, start? it's it's not a great movie, so I can't go high with it. But um, I'll give it a six, which is higher than, than I know you did last summer. summer. Which is yeah, baffling <laughs> to my brain. Is it? I don't know if it's a Zima getting to me, but I feel faint. Straight uh, to your dome. <laughs> what was that? Went straight to your dome. It went straight to my neck. <laughs> I just want to use that as a thing. Keep now. your pants up, then. Oh, there they're up. Um, this I, this is definitely a two or three for me. <laughs> I'm gonna because so I gave it a point for the twist. Okay, they got one point. But I used to do a show called Negative Red. Did we talk about this ever? We've done a Negative Red. We did a Negative Red. Yeah. When did we do that? We did uh, the remake of Day of the Dead, which is an awful, awful, awful movie. But where is that? I don't know. I think you, it was on a website that doesn't exist anymore. Okay. We need to do those again. Side note, we'll take it offline. But like, um, I used to... Did I talk about this on the podcast I before? I feel like I was maybe, maybe on one. I don't know. I, we need to do a drunken cinema negative rad. Yes. We we're going 100% to do that. That needs to happen. Until someone so, backed out of it. I probably backed that out of needs it. I'm to an happen. idiot. <laughs> I'm like so on board to do all shows now. So 100% I want to do this. And why I say this is... In Negative Rad, what we do, and what you'll hear hopefully from you all soon, is that I, we score movies based on points. So as the movie's happening, we give it points, plus or negative. So this is a kind of movie that I would do that with. Don't you like not actually add them together? You do. Like, uh, oh, oh, no, you do. I thought it was like, who, you, whose line is anywhere? You 100% add You do, together. but there's like no rhyme or reason to yeah, why sure. you give a certain amount of points. You could give like 50, because lots of times I give like 20 like, or 30 points to like no towels. Yeah, you could go, yeah. boobs, five points. And then later the movie will be like, Boobs, 80 points. <laughs> yeah, you, you make boobs. up your own rules, yeah. But, I mean, it's based on your gut feeling, you know what I mean? So this is the kind of movie I would do this negative red for. So I would give a point or two to this twist, you know? Uh, and then, uh, what was the other point I gave it to? Boobs? No, there wasn't. I mean, the boobs, by the way, weren't that... They weren't anything that I was really interested in. Uh, I mean, I would like boobs. But you had boobs and a lesbian scene. Like, oh, The lesbian scene was pretty good. But then they kicked scenes. that nerdy guy out of there. Because he was jerking off. <laughs> Yeah, but what would they expect? I know. He, yeah, he's like they were like you. You sit there and he's, watch. You watch and he's don't pounding do anything. his dick. But and be called, quiet. He's, you, pounding, he's sitting off the side, pounding his dick because he thought it was okay. And they call him a pig, and he's like, 
pig. You're fucking your cousin. I'm a pig. <laughs> oh, that was a good line. But by the way, they were like, thing is, now they you leave and then keep, then they just keep going. They at never it. told him not that he couldn't pound his pud. No, they just, he's, they just wanted him to be quiet. Yeah. And he was, drinking it, he was drinking it and he was like, oh yeah. He should have just been quiet. <laughs> Rule number one, guys. If two ladies tell you just be quiet, then just stay quiet. Just, how often do you three some rules number one? <laughs> how often do you jerk off and talk dirty to yourself? That's for true Christ too. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm not doing my pillow and I'm not being verbal. <laughs> yeah. So okay, now that I've said too much information about myself, <laughs> this movie gets a two. Uh, threw off our average. I'm sorry. I was I want to do three, but I can't find any redeeming value to push it to that. Bah. There was two points that like the oh, twist. Fuck. And I like one other thing that I forgot. You can tell that Carlos is not the horror person that we are. <laughs> well, 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 even but, as critical as we are, like this guy over here. Okay, but hold on though. For your podcast listeners, we've watched, we've reviewed Get Out and a bunch of other movies that were like great horror films. So I love horror films. So I don't, don't get me wrong. Like I, you like, just don't love the schlock. I don't like just schlock for schlock. But then again, I like Saturday the Fourteenth. I love that movie. <laughs> That's like because I grew up with it. I'm, I'm an old person, but you know I like some shocky stuff. Anyways, we're getting too much of it. The review, my I gotta give it a two. All right. Well, you know, to each his own. Yeah, you know, sometimes you know what? People, if you, if some you, sometimes, sometimes people, people are, are wrong. wrong. <laughs> you guys are bastards. <laughs> hey, don't get it. Step away from Carlos. Toby, get the fuck out of here. All right, bye. I said stop. <laughs> I think Toby should keep showing up. He'll show up on my podcast too. <laughs> hey guys. Anyway. Holy crap, I have to go. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to do it for the Grave Plot Podcast, guys. Uh, thanks again, Carlos, for joining us. Hey, thanks for the Zima. I am buzzed. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm actually currently buzzed out of a Zima. Yeah. Like last or time. Or those two sidecars earlier, but. Well, you know, the combination helps. Yeah. Uh, but last time we drank these, it was, I mean, it was again, it was in the middle like of summer. It's just enough. It, well, it is. You know, last summer, it was hot. Uh, it was, last summer. <laughs> <laughs> last summer, we were doing this or, you know, around the same I know, time. I know what we did last summer. <laughs> oh. Okay. I okay. will always know what you did last summer. <laughs> but it was hot, and so we were drinking these on top of it being hot, and we were probably dehydrated. So, yeah, these went straight to the head. Like, I stood up after we were done recording, and I was just like, whoa. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, anyway. But, yes. Thank you to Carlos. Thank you to Zima for coming back for another year. Hopefully, we see you again yes. next year. Not you, uh, Zima. Oh. <laughs> I meant, no, I was talking about Zima. I want more Zima. Is what no, I'm but yes, Carlos, you're welcome back anytime. Well, that's fine. with prior yeah. approval. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, next episode, what are we doing, Taylor? Next episode is Patreon picks. Hey, we are letting you guys decide what movies you want to see us review. Carlos, you got any picks you're, right now on the spot? You're a Patreon patron. Uh, can I get back to you on that? You may. Okay, head over to Patreon.com/slash/GravePlotPodcast. Join us. Let us know what movies you want to us to review. You can give us we a will dollar. One, give us one, one dollar. dollar is enough to get your vote in. So uh, if you send a hundred, though, that. Taylor will get a stupid tattoo. A fat unicorn. I will get a fat unicorn. By the way, I just remembered. Ass. I mentioned Saturday the 14th. I bet you'd never, never seen that movie. You mean Shriek if you know what I did last Saturday the 14th? That one? No, it's like from the late 70s. With Tiffany Amber No, Saturday no. the 14th. Oh. Instead of Friday, they were like joking. It's like an airplane movie. Okay, maybe I don't know that one. Oh, like you know, Naked Gun. Yeah. It's like that for like horror movies. Okay. Okay, that's my that's my pick for you guys. It's Saturday the fourteenth. Okay. okay. Yep. I'll add it to the list. Anyway, uh, so check out that, guys. Yeah, make sure you uh, tune in in two weeks to hear that. Uh, make sure you check us out at graveplotpodcast.com or wherever your podcasts are found. 
Join us on Facebook or Instagram as, as Grave Plot Podcast or on our new Facebook group, The Graveyard, or on Twitter as Grave underscore plot. And that's it. Hey. Sweet. Oh, wait. Oh, well, oh, Carlos, plug your shit. <laughs> at Bye. the very, very last second, at the very last moment of the podcast. Carlos is like, I only came here for one reason. I only, that's the only thing I did. <laughs> right, right about now, everybody's like, skip. Well, no, they're gone. <laughs> they've already been gone. Oh, Let's yeah. Be they, truthful. they stopped listening if they ever did it. I've all. done a million shows and they've all heard like the first 10 seconds. Sure, yeah. Um, Twitter.com slash Onawa, O N A W A. But my Instagram, I'm doing videos called The Onawa Show. So just go to insta- Instagram.com slash The Onawa Show. And that's, I'm doing videos in there. So check me out there. Do it. If check. you even hear this. If not, then I don't know. Fuck off. Fuck <laughs> off. Uh, so Max, if you hear this, go listen. Or <laughs> go check it out. Kevin. And, you know, that that's pretty much everyone. That, and Negative Red coming yeah. soon. Yes, we're going to do that. Yes. Uh, okay. So we're going to catch you again in a couple of weeks, guys. Till then, I'm Skeleton. I'm Taylor of Terror. I'm Carlos Muertos. This has been the Grey Flat Podcast, where we're all a little dead inside.